obedience, my little deviant. Together we will find the right ingredients. We will stir the goop that is the horror soup. And the last thing you will find is a spaghetti hoop. There's eyes and flies and anything that dies. There's a nasty surprise in every We got another uh, Patreon pick today, and today I would like to thank uh, Mrs. Cass Suck My Ass for donating to the Pick a Movie tier on patreon.com slash horsesoup. Uh, if you also want to pick a movie, go to patreon.com slash horsesoup and check out the Pick a Movie tier. Uh, today, we are covering a very... This is going to be a weird fucking conversation. I feel like I've said that the last few episodes because they've actually taken a dive in a different direction and they've all been long as shit. This might be another one. I don't know how this is going to go, but this is definitely going to be a weird episode because we're covering Black Mirror's Bandersnatch from 2018. And you guys all know who I have here. You Maybe you're tired of seeing her on the thing like, hey, Caleb, get another <laughs> guest. Um, you know what? Kim is the best fucking guest. She's always there for me, and she's always down to do cool, weird shit or talk about, like, uh, like things that other people don't want to talk about, like putting balls in your ass or, like, uh, like uh, you know, today we're going to talk about uh, killing dads and, like, trauma. Hell yeah, I'm back, and I'm ready for it. We're about to kill some dads. Hopefully, um, yeah, trigger warning if you like to kill dads. <laughs> Kim, are you tired of coming on the show yet? No, I mean... I won't be until we start getting to Amityville. Then I'll be tired. You know, we actually have the potential to do that soon. I'm running out of Patreon picks. I think it might be about, like, I'd say maybe about a month and a half or something. That might be a reality. Hey, Donnie, if you're listening, that means you need to request Caleb covers every episode of Sharp Candy. (laughs) I would cover that over Amityville. (laughs) That's TV, though. That doesn't even apply. Fine. Whatever. <laughs> You'd have Fine. to go like tell tell everyone to like pick a bunch of movies and like halt it. <clears throat> I will. I'm gonna post right after this. I'm gonna get on Instagram. I'm gonna tell everybody post some fucking movie pics for Caleb. Okay. Hey, man. But no, they I'm want... not sick of coming on the show yet. Tantrum. All right. Well, here's the, if they want to do that, that's cool. You know, that's good for the show. Uh, if they don't want to do that, that's cool. <laughs> Amityville's good for the show too with Kim. <laughs> Whatever. There's a win-win. I'll so, be here. Um, you can't get rid of me. Minute, 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 music. <laughs> this is where I'm going to put the music in. Horror soup is devilishly hellish. Horror soup is relish is relish. Horror soup, it's a money and vanillas. I'm on bubble, here come trouble, I'm on horror soup. Okay. So yeah, as I said, uh, me and Kim are covering Bandersnatch from 2018 today. Uh, if you're not familiar with it, uh, Bandersnatch is an interactive movie based around this kid that's like an an aspiring game designer. Uh, it's like an adaption of a, or like a or like a sister series, but a sister movie, I'd say, to uh, the yeah. Netflix series Black Mirror that I'm sure a lot of people are aware of. Uh, Miley Cyrus was on an episode. Uh, the dude from Avengers, Falcon, uh, fucked some guy in one episode. Uh, that episode was but, great. 
It's a cool I episode too. We'll probably we'll probably talk about some other Black Mirror <laughs> stuff during this episode too, because why not? Um, but this episode was directed by Mr. David Slade. It was written by Charlie Brooker, and uh, it does have an appearance from Mr. Will Poultry. Uh, you guys know him from Midsummer. Uh, you might know him as a different name. I know him as Will Poultry. Will Poultrygeist. That's, that's it. A play on Poltergeist and Poultry. In case you guys didn't catch it. Because that's the thing. I could call him Poltergeist, because I guess his name's Polter. But, you know, that's just not as fun, because that movie Mm -mm. fucking sucks. You know what's fun? Poultry and Geist. Poultry is fun. Unless you're vegan, then it's just Geist. That's true. But you know what? Here's the thing. I don't eat chicken, and I'm still choosing poultry over Polter. There you go. I eat chicken. And I'm choosing poultry and Geist. How about there that? There we go. How about them there, apples? There we go. There <laughs> we go. So this was um, Kim's first watch, or I guess playthrough. I almost want to call this a yeah. playthrough because it's kind of it was like a playthrough. Yeah, it's kind of like an interactive video game more so than a movie. I'd say like it is a movie, but at the same time, like I feel like all interactive video games are basically movies, but right. they're games. So I'm yeah. like, what do you categorize them? I feel like they go hand in hand. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely an interactive, I would say, experience because you, it starts off like you're watching a movie, but then quickly you realize you have to be like you have to be really attentive. You have to you you have to be ready and be focused, or else you're not going to have the experience that you should while watching it, which is unlike most movies, I would say. Yeah, that's fair. Well, depending. unless you're watching a Christopher Nolan movie, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> then you have to be ready and yeah, or stoned. There's... There's some things, or if you're watching like movies about like people snipping their clitoris off. Oh no, that's just background noise. I mean, it's like well, comfort films. It's like a, it's like a, uh, what are those like those animal noise machines? I have like no wet, idea what an animal you, noise you, machine. You go into, you hear like sounds of the ocean, like a whale, like. Oh yeah, yeah. It's like it's very, it's a calming background noise. <laughs> While the clitoris is being snipped off. Well, it's like music to my ears. That Which I still snip, haven't seen Snip, yet. snap, snip, snap. <laughs> is that snip, an snap. office reference? Uh, yes, but it also applies to cutting off clitorises. <laughs> you didn't know. I didn't. No, I haven't okay. done it yet. I'll let you know, though, when I do. So, guys, this this you can't really discuss this like you would a normal episode, and I feel like I'm really going off the rails with these episodes lately, but I'm having fun doing it, so I'm going to keep going off the rails, and I feel like this was a good uh, step in that direction because you can't really just talk about this movie in a general sense because everyone has a different experience. I thought about watching this with you, Kim, and then doing it together, but I thought it'd be a little more fun if we watched it separately and then talked about our own experiences so I feel like the way this episode is going to go is that I'm going to kind of go through the questions and stuff because they're all going to be the same for both of us on our watches. And then it's kind of going to start to go off the rails on my end of things. And then we'll talk about what happened with you and whatnot. And then we'll eventually get back on track and then we'll see where everything lands. And we'll just discuss okay. things as we go on. Let's do it. So do you want to tell me at least just what did you think of it? Like, over, like what was your experience like before we get into it? It was a clusterfuck. It was good. It was good. It was a positive experience. It started out like I was I wasn't expecting it to be interactive so, you know, 
up front like right off the bat so i was like oh shit i had to get my remote ready because i was like eating ramen while i was watching it i was like oh fuck i need to like sit up and get focused um but it was really good to start really interesting i thought i knew where it was going and then it took just like it was one of the things that i chose at some point everything just spiraled and then it was like I got into this whole clusterfuck of like, what am I watching? How much longer do I have? Is this going to end? And then I was like, oh, it's ending. Oh, it's not ending. <laughs> oh, it ended. That was really good. I need to talk to Caleb. <laughs> yeah, that and is a struggle. Are. It's one of the. It's like it's like Avatar, the Blue People movie. You think it ends, but it doesn't. It just keeps going, and you're like, wait a second. But this one actually is an alternate universe where the other one just makes you think you're going fucking crazy. Yeah, and this was actually good, uh, opposed to Avatar, yeah, that's a which big, fucking that's, sucked. That's a big thing, too. <laughs> and no 3D glasses are needed. You, you know, I... Have you ever liked 3D glasses? No! Dude, I fucking hate them. They make my head hurt. I was just gonna say, they give me the worst fucking migraines in the world. It's like, yeah. they're, they're not even fun. You're just asking to have a bad time bad time i remember seeing avatar in theaters when i came out like everyone did i fell asleep midway but it was nice because i had the glass on so no one could tell but we were front row because we got there late and my eyes hurt so bad from the Mm. 3d glass and sitting that close i was like i'm just gonna fall asleep here you know what you know what i want to make a really good point right now a really fucking good point that i'm actually angry about and i didn't know i was angry about until right now so Oh, when 3D was like com- was like first coming out and it was hot and everything back in the day, you know, I mean, it's been around for a while, but but you know, there was like mm-hmm. that giant fucking surge of it in like yeah. the early like mid 2000s-ish. Yeah, IMAX and, I al- and all that. Yeah, and I always fucking hated it. Like and everyone around me, every time I we went to see a movie, they were like 3D, 3D, and I would be like, "Dude, I'm not fucking doing it. Like this is the worst experience ever because if I wear these 3D glasses, I get a fucking headache within 20 minutes, and mm-hmm. if I don't wear the glasses, I get a headache, get a headache. within 20 <laughs> minutes because I can't look at this fucking screen. Right. It, it looks so fucking stupid that and I can't And it's like double the anything. price. And it's, it's like double the price. Yeah, and it's expensive as shit, and everyone was on that fucking 3D hustle for the longest time. Like, no, I want to see everything in 3D, and I literally was just like, yeah. there was a long period of time that I just would go to movies alone because I was like, fuck you. Like, I'm, I'm not... I'm not doing this. Like, I mean, we're either going to see something that's not 3D or I'm just, I'm not going with you. And yeah. now, what the fuck has 3D? Who sees 3D movies anymore? No. Are, do they even offer that anymore? The, I don't even know how I'm, I don't even remember like some, for a while in the early 2000s, they would have just specific IMAX theaters, you know? Like, There's I don't even know if those still exist. Well, for like every single theater that they were playing a regular movie, they'd pretty much be playing that same movie, but mm-hmm. in 3D for the longest fucking yeah. time. I honestly don't know if people are going to still see it. Um, I is don't know it even what, a thing anymore, though? I don't know. I don't think so. I feel like people don't go to the movies as much, obviously, pre-COVID. Well, I don't I even think, think people well, go to the movies as much as they were, let alone see 3D. When you they can don't, stream but, half, almost anything. Well, yeah, you're right. They don't, but the thing is, a lot of people do still go to the movies. But the thing is, what I'm trying to say is people don't see fucking 3D movies anymore. And to everyone that forced me to go to that for, like, ever and was, like, calling me a fucking asshole for not doing it anymore, are you still watching a 3D movie? I don't think you fucking are. So right now, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Fuck you. You're a piece of shit. You were fucking wrong. I might have been wrong about a lot of things in my life, but that... 
I was right about, and you're a piece of shit. And if this applies yeah. to you, and you were one of those people that were forcing everyone to go see your fucking 3D movies because you thought it was so cool, fuck you too. Yeah, and sniff our asses. I yeah, I second that, Caleb. I'm right there with you, man. So that's my take. It's my take. I on like 3D. that take. That was a hot take, Caleb, and I'm here what? for it. You, the thing is, though, I don't even feel like that is that hot. I feel like most people would agree with that sentiment, except for <laughs> those would. ass. Well, you know what? No, actually, I feel like I feel like now in hindsight, people would agree with it. But they're they're probably secretly those people that were that were standing the fuck out of three D movies. And they're like, yeah, Caleb, you're right. Uh, yeah, I mean, people who like three D movies are totally like the James Cameron fans, like weirdos. Sorry if you're a big James Cameron fan, but you're uh, who that, we're that talking to. to. No one. <laughs> It plays to absolutely like, no one. It really made no sense. It was just a fad, and it's over now. I don't think it'll ever come back. Um, I hope it doesn't, at least. It kind of looks like on... I'm wearing 3D glasses right now because my blue blue light glasses. I was actually thinking that the whole time. Um, how did we get on 3D? I don't even know how we got on Fuck. 3D. Were we talking about... I think we were talking about, like, interactive. Fuck. Someone write us, let us know. I think we were talking about interactive shit and how we right. have to be attentive. It doesn't. I'm just I'm reaching that here. That doesn't sound... That was a reach. That was like a giant reach. <laughs> it was a reach. I don't know. That's a great question. If you guys know, you call us and tell us. And okay, I don't think up. we need to focus on that. Okay, so <laughs> so your, your, your feelings toward the movie? <laughs> yes. Yes, so I feel it was great overall. Um, I still have a lot of questions and thoughts, and when I have time to soak in what I watch, I want to go back and rewatch it and see how it plays out. See, I actually was on a little bit of a different end of this because I watched this around the time, well, probably like six months, like five, six months after it came out back in mm-hmm. 2018. Uh, might have been mm-hmm. 2019 by the time I got to 20, it. I can't remember yeah. exactly when it came out. Um, 2018. But like, well, but I mean like month-wise. Mm, yeah might have been does it say like fast no no it didn't say fast enough um so yeah i don't know exactly when it came it might have been around 2019 by the time i saw it but i think i was still 2018 and i had like i have weird experiences with these interactive things because like i i usually either start out going like oh i want to do this completely different from how i would respond normally or I start out the opposite way and then I just switch completely and it makes it weird. So this time around I was trying to do the exact opposite answers of what I did before to get a different outcome. But then I realized like pretty early on, I was like, shit, I was like skitter scattering around on my answers the first time. Interesting. Yeah, it was, we, and we watched that explained video because apparently there's like alternate endings and watching that made me realize I watched pretty much every single ending possible, just in completely different, in a completely different order that he laid it out in. Do you know how long it took you to finish the movie? It almost took me two hours, two full hours. Okay. Because when I looked up the runtime, it said an hour and a half, and then I realized, oh, this is really interactive, maybe it's going to go longer, Um, but it it was like right about two hours for me. Okay. Hmm. I think my yeah. run this time was about like an hour 40 minutes, maybe mm-hmm. 45. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah. how long it was the first time, but I think I got more endings out of it on the first time. Like I went, well, okay, well, I was kind of like curious at first because I, I never looked into this movie after I did it. Um, when I first when I first experienced Bandersnatch, it was okay. So oddly enough, it wasn't that long after. I, I can't even remember what house I was in when I watched it. Where was I? Um, 
trying to remember. I remember watching it. I watched it with headphones, and I watched it, like, really intently. It was something that I was, like, starting, and I was like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to watch it tonight, but I got into it, and I stayed up and just kept going. Mm-hmm. Um, and watching it with headphones was a different experience, too, and I, w- I watched it, like, 3 yeah. in the morning the first time I watched it, so I was, like, really into it. And it was, um, it was, if I remember right, I think it was not too long, maybe, like, a year after, like, Max or something, um, after I cut my father out of my life completely, like, after I realized he was a piece of shit and whatnot. So mm-hmm. this really... It was hitting a lot of emotions and whatnot, but also it was more intriguing than anything. But then also I was on this side where I was like, oh, am I getting this side of this movie because I'm fucking insane? Like, am, is anyone else killing their father as much as I am? Because I'm killing the fuck <laughs> out of my dad in this. And I was like, this might be like, this might be something else going on. Like, what's going on with my brain? But then finally, two years later, I've watched it again. I texted Kim. I was like, hey, how many times did you kill your dad? And she was like, oh, a lot. I was like, oh, okay. So maybe everyone kills their dad in this. I realized very quickly how fucked up a person I am because as soon as I got to kill your dad and chop up his body, I was like, oh, of course. Yeah, of course. Like, well, why wouldn't you? Every it's like, more, yeah. <laughs> why would you question that? <laughs> yeah, it was like, beat the shit out of your therapist or toss tea on your computer. I'm like, beat the shit out of your therapist. <laughs> so you're not alone. <laughs> okay, well, that's fair. Yeah, I think now looking at it in hindsight and whatnot I don't think you can get through this without killing your father I think it's in like every scenario I'm pretty sure you have to we'll get to that I was gonna say we'll get to that because yeah there's a lot of that that I really want to touch on where it's like you realize after the experience I had because I I think I literally I know I picked almost every ending except for the secret one um, you realize there's only certain ways out the way they set it up like you may choose one thing initially but you end up having to do the other anyways yeah, because there's this whole, like, it. I wouldn't even say the first time I thought it was, like, kind of time travel, but I think it's more like an alternate dimension kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so, what the game is, right, supposed to be like? Yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Something like that. Well, it's, like, different paths, but I think it's supposed to be, like, uh, you know, it's supposed to be, like, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? Parallel universe? Like, well, not parallel universe, but, like, parallel to what's going on. Mm, Okay. Yeah. You know, like, in the game, they're just taking, like, different literal paths, but in this, it's, like, you're taking different life paths, so I think mm-hmm. it's, like, I think it's, I think the game is a parallel to what's going on in our story, in our game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, so you're pretty much, like, reliving stuff over and over again. Like Kim said, it kind of pushes you into certain things because you will make a certain decision, but then your game, pretty much what happens is that your game or your simulation ends, and then you have to go back and you have to figure out, like, what you have to do. Mm-hmm. yeah I kind of took it like at the end of it I think that was my biggest takeaway it was like it was pretty metaphorical in the sense of a lot of what he experienced was inevitable it was just a matter of you know his life and what he was going through and how he got there okay so I think I think we're about ready to get into this I'm right? ready That's are you background. ready I'm ready <laughs> I'm going to take a piss real quick because I think this is going to be a long conversation. All right, go take a piss. Take one more pee.
That was a quick piss. Okay, that's better. That was fucking downing water. That was a quick piss. That had to release. It was impressive, sir. Don't attack me, Kimberly. No, that was a compliment. Wish I could no. piss that quick. I don't attack me, Kimberly. Hey. 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 Watch your mouth, man. Okay? Chill out. <laughs> Dude, I'm so ready. All right. So like we said, this is like an interactive thing. And in the very beginning, it starts off interactive pretty fast. Uh, you're talking to your dad as this kid, uh, Stefan. He's the main character. And uh, your dad comes up and uh, he's like, hey, you want the Frosties or the Sugar Winks? What'd you pick? Sugar Puffs. I, of uh, course, picked the Sugar Puffs. What did you pick? Oh, I picked the Frosties, of course. What? What do you? They were Frosted Flakes. What were the, sh- what were the Sugar Puffs I supposed to be? I don't know. That's why I picked them, because I was like, this sounds cool. We didn't have Sugar Puffs here, so I'm going to go with those. Well, the Frosties were definitely Frosted Flakes, and I pick what I'm comfortable with. Oh, so you don't like stepping out of your comfort zone. Hmm. No, no. That's why I kill my dad. <laughs> okay, so so your approach was I'll start off light and ease into it. And then I'll kill my dad. And then you'll kill your dad. I was like, we're killing dad right away. Uh, okay, so that's what. So if you pick sugar puffs right away, you went right into the... Yeah, you're a serial killer. I, okay, well... Well, I guess we both are. I just ease in. I'm just the. I'm calm and collective. You know, yeah. you're just the. You're just fucking chaos. Yeah, you like to be buttered up. Y- yeah, yeah. I that yeah. makes sense. It's yeah. fine. So uh, <laughs> then he just kind of moves on. He eats his cereal and then he talks to his dad about like, oh, I'm gonna go uh, meet with this guy, uh, Colin Ritman, and like the company that are gonna try to buy my game and whatnot. So he's heading over, and then he hops on the bus, and uh, he has another selection, and it's either the Thompson Twins or Now 2. Yeah, and his cassette tape, which I thought was awesome that they had a Now 2 cassette tape, because I was like, that's not one of the Now CDs, is it? You it picked was. Now, didn't you? Of course. <laughs> yeah, so I should have I should have picked Thompson Twins, because thinking of it, like, I don't know, I just saw it, and I was like... Of course I'm going to pick that cuz that's that's exactly what I thought the first time I was like is this what is this like now that's what I call music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like all right I got to I got to fucking check this out. So that's obviously what I picked the first time. I should have remembered that and checked out the Thompson Twins to see what they were, but I picked now again and it literally is now that's what I call music. I wonder that made me think too cuz I was like this is a sidebar but I was like how old are nows? I know there's like 70 of them now but cuz this was taking place in the 80s. I was like holy shit. <laughs> you know what? That's a good Hold the fuck up. Right. Yeah, when was the first Now CD? Because I think this movie was in 84 or something. Uh, let me see. When was the first? I'm going to say it was, wasn't until the 1983. 90s, what? Oh, so they were right. They were spot on. Jesus. I appreciate the historical fuck. reference. That is crazy. That is crazy. So I that probably if, was a an actual yeah. now. What if that was the legit, like, now that's what I call music too? I actually think it was, which is pretty fucking cool. I love throwbacks like that to, like, vintage was, stuff. And it had to have been. But it was a fucking bopper, too. <laughs> what was right? on it? What was the, what was the top track? <laughs> oh, I don't know what it was, but it was good. Like, I just what I heard, it was good. I was like, oh, I like this. 
You like that eighties music? That light rock? Well, yeah, I, I love eighties music. So I mean, it was it was good. Like that's because right. I don't know who the fuck the Thompson Twins were. Someone's probably pissed. Like, uh, of course the Thompson Twins. It's not. I was thinking it's not that them, too. But it's like it's some kind of twin. Because <laughs> didn't this take place in Britain? Right. Uh, it, yeah, yeah, it had to. Yeah. Work. So I was like, maybe it's a British band. I didn't know who it was either. I'm like, hopefully I'm not missing out on something huge. <laughs> of course, so then- I picked now. <laughs> So then he gets over to this, uh, you know, this gaming warehouse company, whatever the fuck you want to call it, and uh, they're pretty much just like introducing him to like Colin and all this shit and like his uh, nose diving game and whatnot, uh, talking about buffering and like just old school video game shit. It's, it's lame as fuck. Mm-hmm. And it's like the office space is. I'm sure they jump. It literally looks like a, like a rented office building. Like no one's really in it except for like three desks. Kimmy fucking suck. I was saying it's lame as fuck to try to get like something out. That was that was cool as fuck. I love that old school shit. It was all like, it was the coolest stuff ever. It I was... didn't like it. I was like, where are they? Oh, you actually didn't like it? Okay. See, no, I was... I was like, where are they? I wasn't serious. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> but yes, there it's him, it's Colin, it's the boss, and I think that's it. There's like two other people in this office. Yeah, there's like some other people walking around, but they're not relevant. Mm-hmm. Uh so then they go over to the office, and he's, like, discussing his game and whatnot. He shows him his game, uh, which is called Bandersnatch, the title of the show, or the movie, whatever. And he's like, okay, so uh, I'm going to get this game out by Christmas. Christmas. And uh, it's going to be good. We got music in the house and whatnot, so uh, you're ready to take the deal. And then they ask you if you want to work on the game in-house or, um, well, or in your house. Like, mm-hmm. in their house or in your house. Well, I think, well, no, no, it just says, do you want to accept the offer or refuse? That was oh, the it? first question. Yes. Oh, yeah, you're and right, I... you're right. Okay, so what did you do? <laughs> so I was eating my ramen at this point. If you guys have ever eaten ramen, you have to bend your head down and slurp it. And I looked up and I was like, oh, shit, I have two seconds left. And it clicked accept for it. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Well, here we are. So I had to click accept. <laughs> yeah, um... I actually picked accept because I thought I picked accept last time, mm-hmm. but then I quickly realized that I did not pick accept last time. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so I, I was wrong. I kept picking the same thing over and over again, so I wasn't switching my story up too much like toward the beginning. But I don't know. I like Okay, so I guess I should probably talk. Let's talk about what we would pick. You know, like, just in general, like, even if it's a pick we didn't do or, like, you know, right now you weren't able to do, what do you think you would have mm-hmm. picked? I was going to pick refuse, but it was just like too soon for me to get my remote. But it ended up, I don't know if it did this for you, it ended up making me go back and refuse it anyways. Yeah, that's that's like part of the story. They're like certain okay. things, because there's certain things, like we said earlier, like it, that you kind of mm-hmm. have to go back and like switch mm-hmm. up to like get to the next part of the story. Yeah. But it kind of like shows you like it pretty much when you go to those dead ends, it shows you why you failed. And failed. then you pr- you're pretty much your movie ends and they're like, you got to go back. Mm-hmm. I would have picked refuse, but I was hungry mid round. So, what were your what what was your goal when you were playing this? Like, so what, that's a good question. Were you playing this as as you, or were you trying yeah. to like get a rise out of things or see interesting stuff? What were you going for, and what would your be, so, what would your reason be for like refusing in this instance? Yeah, so all good questions. I started out playing like me, like I was like Sugar Puff sounds fun. I like now music. I'll pick that. Uh, refuse I was like these guys seem sketchy so I would refuse and then that's when it started when I picked refuse I was like now I kind of want to start picking like this what would make a better storyline 
like if I were the director or if I were writing it what would I want the audience to see so then I switched my point of view so then I started doing things that were opposite of what you know like you would expect them to do um and like spill the tea on the computer and then I realized quickly what was happening like I was hitting a lot of these dead ends so then I was just like well it's a free-for-all at this point <laughs> so I went through like three different phases but yeah I would have refused just because the guy seemed like way too eager like his boss to get him to you know join their company or whatever and I was like I don't know I kind of want him to refuse and see what they come back with see that's a oh, was it like he's too eager so you thought like maybe in like at US being that character like I could get a better deal or was it like no I was like was I, wa- just... I want them to because I knew they were going to chase after him regardless. So I was like, I want to see what they're going to, like, why they're so pushy about getting this game out, essentially. Okay. I feel like, okay, so I have a few different sides to this. Because, okay, I wish that I've watched, I actually think that our minds are pretty fucking similar. Because I actually went through this the exact same way that you just explained the very first time mm-hmm. I did it. Like, 100%, that's exactly what I did. Um, mm-hmm. So, not like actions-wise, you know, and whatnot, but like the way that you went through it. Um mm-hmm. So the way that I saw this guy, I was like, yeah, he's very eager, but I didn't catch him as like maybe a very, um, maybe a very like too eager guy or whatever. I think he was like, just, I don't think he was so pushy toward, oh, I really want this game. I feel like he was just an excited dude in general. I thought he might've been like new to the company or just like a dude that's like, oh yeah, talent. That's, do, yeah. you do something, you're going far, kid. Like mm-hmm. some kind of thing like that. Oh. So I didn't think, okay, Pepper's going to bark. So I didn't think it was, um. <laughs> too weird like that but when i think about it like how would i play this initially like in in situations like that like i would probably refuse but it's more like it's a few different things like because when you end up um accepting colin goes like oh wrong choice and i i kind of like feel for that in a sense that i think of um when you sign to like a company or something like i'm always worried are they going to try to change what I'm doing? Like, are they going to try to mm-hmm. tell me what to do on certain things? And, like, when I hear, like, when I heard the accept or refuse thing, I initially thought, like, no, like, refuse. Like, I'll still do this for you, but I want to do this on my own terms. You know, it's right. like, that's the biggest thing for me when it comes to content and stuff. Because, like, especially thinking about it, like, back in the day and stuff like that, like, things are a lot more free now because there's podcasting and all this other shit where you could pretty much do whatever the fuck you want. But mm-hmm. there were many times and like there's still many times in the world today that like people you could sign into something and people want you to do like other things. And it's like a thousand I mean, percent. I, yeah. And I've been lucky so far. I mean, like with fucking being on like the morbid network on like scream and whatnot, like I'm lucky and like we're lucky because we get to do like whatever the fuck we want. Pretty much. We just have mm-hmm. like that help and the support from like networks for like other like advertising like purposes and shit like that. But I mean, like, realistically, like, I've even thought about this a few times, like, if that wasn't the deal that I was getting, and I don't I don't even know if this would make anyone mad or not, but if that, straight up, like, <laughs> if that wasn't the deal that we were getting, like, if they were like, oh, no, you can do it, but you can't do say this, or you can't say this, or you can't, like, do mm-hmm. this on your show, it's or regulated. you have to have this part of your show, like that, I wouldn't fucking do it. Yeah. Like, I, stri- I would not do it, and that just seems like, and I know, it also probably seems like a a weird thing to say in a lot of positions because a lot of people would be like, oh, you know, you're in this position where you got good shit coming after you. You should probably do and whatnot. But I kind of see it like, dude, fuck that. Like, if I'm not, if I'm being silenced in a way or like I can't do what I want to do, like, that just does not interest me. 
Right. And I feel like it was almost like in the movie, too, it was almost kind of like that metaphor again of like him, no matter what, being controlled, like controlled into picking, you know, what he chose to do, which option he really didn't have a choice. But Mm. yeah, I agree. Like, I, I think especially when it comes to any job, like you shouldn't rush into anything. So my instinct was initially just like, you know, refuse. Yeah. And the guy just had a weird beard. So I was like, I don't know if I like that. He's weird. He's freaking me out. I mean, yeah. I mean, like, as of now, like, I, not even just as of now in general, like, I don't think I would ever sign horse soup to anything. Like, even if it was a good deal, like, um, like, you know, like we're not changing anything, but it's just this and that. I don't, I feel like horse soup might be that show that I would never do that. Like, even if I got a really good deal, like, it would have to be like an insanely good deal. Like, hey, we're lit, like, it have to be in writing. Like, we're not touching mm-hmm. a single thing you do. We can't tell you to do a single, like, I'm talking like anything. <laughs> like, I'm, yeah. like, even if it was something small, this is like the show where I'm like, you know what? No, I'm doing yeah. whatever the fuck I want. It's got to be organic. And that's why we love horse soup. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's, um, thank you. But, um, that's. <laughs> Yeah, that was my take on this refusal thing. I thought it was a it was a pretty interesting question and a pretty pretty cool way to start the the interactive part of the story, mm-hmm. I feel. Mhm. Yeah, definitely set up the tone for the rest of the movie cuz you realize you're not just choosing cuz it starts off like the questions you're answering are like what's he going to eat? What's he going to listen to? Then you realize like you're making big choices for his like life, which is going to be the plot of the movie. And then um so I guess if you accept, you know, you go through, well, tell me what happened when you accepted. So I accepted and then he immediately went home and he immediately just went home and started working on it. And he was, I forget what made, now I'm blinking on what made me go back. Or to no, no. It. Well, no, when you accept, you don't, you don't go home and work on it. When you accept, you, um, yeah, it pretty much just fast forwards to uh, the reviewer of the game, oh, and the he's review, like, "Oh, the review, the review, yes, gives, yes, yes." And he gives it's you, a, it's, a it's a zero out of five, right? Yep, with his dad, and then his dad's like shuts it off, and he's like, "This reviewer knows nothing," and then he's like, "I need that's okay." Thank you for the reminder. So that's a defining point of the movie, actually, because mm-hmm. that's yeah. when he's like, okay, I got to go try again. And he literally mm-hmm. like, and that's kind of a confusing part of the movie because you're like, is he aware of the that's fact that I'm he's saying. trying again? Yeah. That's, you, that was, what'd you get out I of it? I agree. I was confused when that happened because I was like, wait, he was like, I need to go back. And then the movie flash, like f- literally like you're rewinding the scenes. It goes backwards to him, like all the way back to the job offer again. And then it says, accept or refuse. And you clearly need to choose refuse. That's when I realized, that's when they first introduced, like, going back. And I was like, this is going to be another component of the movie. Like, the the dead ends that you pick. And I just picked the first one <laughs> on accident. But, yeah. I um, but I thought that think, was really interesting. But did I did you not think, think he, he was, was doing aware. it? Oh, okay. I did not think he was aware at this point. I thought he was just saying, like, I need to go back, like, and, like, edit the game. And then they made it, like, yeah. you know, it's now your choice to go back and, like, fix how he, you know makes his decision but i thought that was really interesting how they did it because i was a little confused at first but i was like i'm intrigued what's happening well it's actually i the first time i watched it i thought it might have been i thought like for a, for a little while that it might have been him rewinding because there's actually this game called life is strange and it revolves around this girl max who's actually able to like kind of control time to a certain extent like she can go back a little bit interesting and also an yeah. interactive game oddly enough i uh, got it see i've never played like an I mean, I've played an interactive game, but, like, not, like, to the extent of, like, adventure games or, like, adventure comic books. Like, I I wasn't really into those. So, like, 
I didn't know what to expect, I guess, like going into watching this, which I liked. So after that, um, I don't remember exactly what happens in between, but pretty much you reset, and then at some point you're going to talk to your therapist. I think, oh, it's because you're working on the game again, Mm -hmm. and then the dad comes in, and I think you're all like pissed off or something again, like a little spit spat or something, Mm or I don't know if that's exactly then, but pretty much somehow you get to the therapist, and she asks you if you want to talk about your mother. Did you talk about the mother? I did. I said yes, revisit the story about your mom. See, I want, I should have pressed no because I, I don't know why I would think that I didn't press yes the first. Of course I pressed yes. Of course I want to fucking know what that is. Like I need to <laughs> right. know some background. I should have pressed no to see what would happen. Mm-hmm. See, I think this director I think is so <clears throat> smart because you can just tell when you finish this movie and for those of you that have seen it, you can tell that they probably did a lot of in-depth analysis and research and maybe even focus groups to understand what they would expect their audience to pick in the different scenes of the movie. Because if you think about it, like I was reading, I guess the shortest version of the movie, depending on how you pick it, is 40 minutes. Wow. But even so, right, right, which is very quick. But I can even see so, what the answers would be. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like you, in hindsight, you realize like if you answered certain questions certain ways, you would get different outcomes based upon someone's mindset. And you can just tell that the director's like, most people are probably going to start off the movie like picking what they want, and then they're going to realize, oh, I should probably try to guess. Like, I think there was a lot of, like, there was a lot of intellect put into this this film, which I appreciated. Well, I think in all interactive games, like, there's a lot, like, Quantic Dream does a lot of them. I know I've talked about them on a few other episodes, but they make games like, uh, like, fucking, um, uh, the Origami Killer, it was called uh, Heavy Rain. Uh, they made a game called Beyond Two Souls, which actually stars Ellen Page and Willem Dafoe. Mm. Um, oh. And then fucking um, most recently, they made a robot game. What's it called again? Uh, Detroit Become Human. Their first game was Fahrenheit. And then, like I said, there's like Life is Strange, Heavy Rain, which is like an interactive horror game. I think a mm. lot goes into all of them because they all kind of remind me of this kind of shit. Like, I'm sure, mm. I'm sure Bandersnatch took a lot of... Uh, inspiration from those games honestly and again i'm sure again from the book but mm-hmm. yeah yeah i believe bandersnatch is an actual book as far as i know yeah i yeah from when i was reading they made it sound like it was a real book i'm not a big reader so i could be completely wrong but i'm pretty sure it's a real book yeah it's it's like people tell me i don't know how to read so <laughs> so i've been told the last book i read was m&m's autobiography <laughs> yeah that makes sense so when they get into the mom story, um, it's pretty much that Stefan's father hid his stuffed animal when he was younger, like I'd say, what, like five, six? Yeah. And he had a stuffed animal, which was like his stuffed animal that he slept with like every night. And while he was sleeping, mm-hmm. his father hid it. And then like the next morning, this was causing Stefan to search for it. And his mom was about to leave with him. And he's like searching for a stuffed animal. He's, she's like, come on, let's go, let's go. And he's like, I can't. Like, I don't know where my stuffed animal is because obviously it's one that he took with him everywhere. And mm-hmm. eventually the mom was like, okay, well, I got to go, but I'm missing my train, so I got to go take the next train. And this causes a tr- train crash, like her train went off the rails and she died. <clears throat> and you actually have the choice there to come with mom or not. That's later. Um, which is, I have a note right there that you... That you have the no, you have the choice initially. It says come with mom or don't, which this was one of the questions. Are you sure? Looking, yeah, it happens twice, so it no, happens initially. No, I don't think. No, I, it doesn't happen the first time because that's when you're just talking. You're just having a flashback from the therapist. 
No, you have the option. You have Wait, the how, option to how go do you with have mom. The, I don't think you do. How do you have the it option, says, though? Because you don't have the stuffed mom. animal. It just says go. But we don't even know. Well, we know why about the stuffed animal later. But it literally just says go with mom or search for rabbit. Oh, does it? Yeah, and I picked, really? I don't know, and this was one of those questions looking back on it where I was like, this could have made it a 40-minute movie because yeah. looking back on it, I was oh, like, so what'd you pick? I don't know why, I chose not, don't go with mom, which is okay, yeah, weird because yeah, yeah. I don't think, I think I was like, oh, I don't know what that means, I'm going to click that. Once again, I was trying to like, you know, pick something <laughs> that was not what I was going yeah. to, and I was like, that's interesting, I wonder what would have happened if I would have gone with her, because obviously her train derailed, so would the movie have ended? Like, would that have been to the 40-minute hmm. ending? Yeah. That's There's a, a lot point. of thoughts. But do you so, get asked that question again later at the end? Okay, yeah. I thought it was only the first time, or the, I thought the first time you only had one option, but now that, now that you said it like that, I think you're right. Shit. Yeah. Because it doesn't really make, if you think about it, that question, the placement of that question is like confusing. Because you don't know anything, yeah, about like his life really. And you're like, well, where is the mom going? What's and it's the also rabbit? like a dream. It's like a flashback <laughs> yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, Well, I will say that this story, like it, pro I'm going to go ahead and say this probably doesn't hit like 90% of people. But this is actually one of those stories that hit me. Like I said, this was around the time that I cut off my father or whatnot. I was watching this. This is actually a story that pretty much, like, aside from my mother dying in the end, this is, like, shit that happened to me. Like, so when I was younger, I was really obsessed with, like, stuffed animals and whatnot. Like, I had a shit ton of them, and I loved them. But, like, there were, like, a couple main ones. And I still kind of have, like, these traits to this day where, like, I'm, like, kind of almost, like, obsessed with, like, certain things. Like, I need them by me and whatnot and, like, around me. And, like, if they're gone, I'll probably freak the fuck out. But... Mm -hmm for a long time that was stuffed animals and there was like this one specific stuffed animal i had there was teddy and then like a few other ones that were like they weren't like I, they weren't backups because i always had to have teddy with me but i also had mm -hmm. to have like some other ones with me like after a while because like i don't i in layman's terms the obsession grew but mm -hmm. i love these stuffed animals and i loved them like until i was like probably fairly old too like maybe even like definitely probably like a little older than this and mm -hmm. then it was like this thing and i've probably said this story before in other ways not this stuffed animal one but in other ways, my father would do this. But there was pretty much just one day where, like, you know, well, it wasn't one day. There was a buildup, like, forever. He was always just like, you're too old for this. You pretty much, like, you fucking pansy. Like, the same thing that, like, this father was saying, like, mm -hmm. in the in the background of everything in there that was going on in this film. And then one day, he's just like, all right, so I'm throwing away all your shit. Like, all these stuffed animals and everything. Like, it wasn't just, like, a build up or like hey maybe we'll get rid of some of these or something like or like mm -hmm. i don't even get it in general because the way i see it i'm like okay if i had a kid and they liked all these like stuffed animals or whatnot and also a lot of them were they were very sentimental too like i had like stories for each and every one of them it was like you know right. like someone yeah someone that i cared about or something would buy me one at like a different place and i like remembered where every single one of them came from mm -hmm. like i could still you i could still tell you where they came from like to this day yeah and yeah and it was just one day where he was just like i'm throwing all these away and it, literally just, it was just like, I felt like I was just sitting in my room. Well, I literally was. But the way I felt it, I was like, I was just sitting in my room, just like, you know, hanging out with these things I loved. And all of a sudden, mm -hmm. this dude just came in and was just like, yeah, I'm throwing away all this shit. Like, mm -hmm. I'm getting rid of all of this, like, right now. And I was like, what? No, like, why? Like, obviously, like, crying and shit. And just like, no, like, why? Like, I love these. Why are you doing this? And he was just like, no, I'm taking all this. I'm throwing it away. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, this is gone. You're too mm -hmm. old for this. Like, blah, blah, blah. So... I related the fuck to this, like, out of the story, like, when I was first doing it, 
it was that option of like go with mom or stay and look for the stuffed animal and me thinking like like almost like putting myself in the situation of this kid i'm like no yeah, yeah. I'm staying back and I'm looking for that because I'm not fucking going anywhere without it. It's not just like some little thing. Like it, it, it's, it's, it was like a part of me, you know, mm-hmm. it was like important to me, like yeah. something that like made me feel safe. It's like, you know, like yeah. the depiction of like, you know, like fucking Charlie Brown, like holding his blankie and shit. Mm-hmm. It was like yeah. that almost. That makes sense. And I think like at the end of this, it was like pretty, I feel like there's some component of relatability for everybody in some sense where it's like, the idea of like lack of control and or trauma, you know, depending yeah. on the person and what you've experienced. But like I at the end of it, I was definitely like this is that's why I was like, this is a clusterfuck because like I felt really out of control watching it. But then I also like felt for him because I was like, oh, my gosh, we've all had those moments where we're like, I feel like I have no fucking control over what's going on right now in this moment. Like life is hell or what this experience right now is hell. And yeah. I was like, that's why I text you. I was like, what did I just watch? <laughs> And there's also just, like, I mean, you get more into it. Obviously, the father, after you find out that the mother dies, he has this realization, like, oh, shit, like, this hat, like, the kid is feeling, oh, shit, this is because of me. But in reality, the Mm -hmm. father knows this is because of me, like, 100%. Mm -hmm. Like, he caused this. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it really, like, made me think about, like, shit like that. I'm like, you know what? That could have easily, like, it in some weird fucking way, that could have been a scenario in my life. Oh, you know, a thousand like, percent. I mean, because I've the part of the story, because I said like earlier, I just kind of like said it for a second that like I've kind of told a story like this before, but it was the same thing. Like in this instance, like my father came home and like threw away all my stuffed animals and shit. But all the time I would come home and my dog would just be gone. Like just no words or anything. I would just come home, just gone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like there's it could easily be a situation where I like held something up or did anything like uh, uh, to be honest, if I fucking uh if I held up, like, my stepmom or something because I was looking for a uh, stuffed animal and then a train crashed, I would throw a fucking party. Like, I'd be like, oh, holla fucking, you- can we get another train? Can we get a train to hit that train? And then can we, like, drop a fucking nuke on it? Like, that would be oh fine. Oh, my god! But in other instances, I can see how it could go very wrong. And you know what? I feel like it's a really good message. Like, obviously, this is an over-exaggerated version of that message, but it's like, what I got from this was like, hey, there's shitty fucking parents out there who do traumatic ass shit that they think is just like, oh, you fucking pussy. Like, it's not a big deal. Like, get rid of this shit. But you're you're breaking down a very integral part of someone's childhood. Like, you're breaking down the structure of what they think is safe. Like, you're, you're taking their safety blanket and you're just saying, like, fuck this. Like, at any given time, I can take what's important to you and get rid of it because I mm-hmm. control you because I am basically God. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a really it's a really interesting message that this has. Like, I'm sure not everyone looks that much into it, but that's definitely the kind of message that they were trying to convey. And I'm sure it doesn't apply to everyone in the same way it did to me. But like you said earlier, like you can still find I'm sure like is probably applies to a lot of people with trauma or some kind of similar trauma with their parents or their dad Mm -hmm. specifically. Mm-hmm. Like the moment where I really felt for him, like I've never had a moment like this particularly was when he got that like zero rating review. I was like, oh God, I was like, oh, this I get guy those all the time to like pound on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like you're working in an industry where you're literally going to get critiqued for sh- a thousand percent. I was like, I felt like shit for him. And I was like, I saw the look on his face and his dad's face was like, this guy's either about to go jump out of his window or he's about to go do some crazy shit. And he did. Um, 
so yeah there's elements of that like that in the whole movie like little seeds where you're like you feel for them and it's it's either really relatable to your personal experience or you're just like I see where they're going with this. <laughs> yeah. I see exactly where they're going with this. <laughs> as far as just, like, lack of control in your life. Well, and then the control thing really starts to, like, go out of whack because he, you have a choice between these two books. Or, no, the two album covers, right? It's uh, yeah, the, the like, Bermuda Phaedra, Triangle. It's like, yeah, it's like the Phaedra, the Bermuda. Did you pick the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> you know I did. Okay, thank you. Because were we just talking about this? Yeah, I actually... Oh, you're right, we were. <laughs> um, I actually realized that... Um, I picked the same one both times. I, I picked Fa- Phaedra because I was like, what the fuck is this? Uh, so what's in the Bermuda Triangle? So the Bermuda Triangle is when... So he all he literally does... That's actually a good point. Nothing really happened with the Bermuda Triangle. He just went back to his um, house. He started listening to the music, and it was just like weird-ass music. And then... Did you have the murder got... book? The lock and key book? That one was that. I don't, there was like bodies and a lot of blood and shit. Did you have all that? Oh no, no. I think that was what came out of the Phaedra Bermuda Triangle. I think you might have got something different because when I got Phaedra, it was like I don't. Were those books or album? They were vinyls, right? Yeah, they were vinyls. Okay, so I don't know. Maybe that's where. Maybe it depends on. Maybe it affects what you read after that or something. Um, but I started reading a book that had like like books. fucking like dead bodies and there was like blood spiral oh. on the wall and shit. I think it might have been like. I think it might have been the story of um the um the 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 bandersnatch you know like the guy because they said the guy like murdered his oh, wife and shit yeah yeah maybe it there just were... triggered me reading the story earlier on or something i don't know i don't maybe, know because that came up the... later in the movie for me but yeah that's interesting no i, I that's started reading that right was, after like... the vinyls okay yeah the choice didn't really mi- for music didn't really it just it was actually like weird almost like beeping like when he played the reader triangle i was like the fuck is he listening to then he started working on the book and got frustrated or on the game and got frustrated on his desktop okay and then that's when you have the choice of throwing the tea on the computer or shouting yes. at your dad mm-hmm. what did you do yep i so i originally put throw the tea on your computer because <laughs> i was like yeah, that ends i it. was gonna pick shout at dad yeah and then i did that thing where i was like well what would happen if he threw the tea on his computer and then it, of course it ended it <laughs> i did that the first time too just because i was like i and in my first watch i got to the point where i was like all right I, i'm gonna do the opposite of what i would do and there's like in re- mm-hmm. there's no fucking way i would ever throw liquids on my fucking no like i'm mad like no, no. that's that's the no, last especially in the fucking 80s of. when it's not like you can reboot your computer probably like <laughs> Yeah, no, like I, I would, I'd probably, I'd yell at him for fucking sure. Like I'd scream at that dude, like, dude, get the fuck off of my back. But also, I just cringed like, a little bit. Yeah, but it's also a fuck you, dad thing. Yeah, like, daddy it was, issues, it was, you know. Yeah, there was like a subtle part of me that was like, I just want to see what happens if the computer is actually going to explode. <laughs> yeah, and it just kind of it like sparks up and shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, then it goes white like a screen. And then he's like, motherfucker. And then he still tells his dad to fuck off anyways. <laughs> well, yeah, because you have to. And it's like, fuck you, dad. Being a dick. Yeah. But then, yeah, that, that pisses the dad off. And then he's like, all right, come on. And he takes him to the to the doctors. And mm-hmm. he's like, uh, at this point, you get the choice of either going in to see uh, your therapist or following Colin. And I think you told me you didn't follow Colin, right? I didn't. See, I did the thing again where I was like, of course, it would be more interesting to follow Colin. But I'm going to go pick the not obvious one. <laughs> And I picked visit Dr. Hayes. <laughs> yeah, see, my first time around, I definitely followed Colin. But this time I was like, let me go visit Dr. Hayes. And it was, okay. yeah, it's, kind of, it's whatever. Yeah, it was whatever. It's definitely um, the boring option. 
It, it yeah, a thousand percent. She I didn't get the pull earlobe question. I picked pull earlobe. Like he's in the office and he has a question. He has a choice between Wait. pulling his earlobe or doing something else physical biting while nails. he's talking to her. Yes, biting nails. Mm. Hmm. I think and I didn't get just, the purpose of that. I think the purpose of that, and I think well now I'm realizing too the purpose of that and probably like the vinyl picking thing and all that stuff. Unless it did affect what book I read right then, it might have. I haven't determined that. But mm. I think certain things like this are just kind of um getting you closer to realizing that he's being controlled he by someone controlled. that yeah. yeah that it's not actually him like going back and whatnot like it's like because mm-hmm. when he goes to pull the earlobe he kind of like starts to and yeah, doesn't jerks. want to right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah kind of like exactly. he's like why the fuck am i doing this yeah yeah so i picked pull earlobe and then that's where she gives him pills to go home with like a subscription and then you no get the option prescription <laughs> <not laughs> prescription and then the subscription to <laughs> drugs. Um, so then you get the option of either taking them or flushing them. What'd you do? Mm-hmm. I took them. Oh, did you? Okay, so my first, yeah. this time I did take them because I wanted to see what happened. Um, obviously, it's boring. Uh, my first go, <laughs> yep. dude, this is also like, see, you, I think it's weird watching this when you have daddy, mommy, and mental issues because then you're just like you're just going off the fucking rails watching this like if you're going like anything toward what you would do in real life because me i'm like pill fuck that and like i started thinking of the times that like i was on like fucking medication i was like flush bye well this is this is where i had that thing where i was like i'm gonna do not what i would do i'm gonna choose the not obvious so i was i was being a douchebag and trying to be cool thinking it was going to be creative and then i hit all these dead ends which is why my movie lasted two hours <laughs> yeah and you know what i guess what we're getting out of this is that when you're batshit insane like uh some people um you have more fun in life <laughs> uh yes i would agree I, I, I spice it up once I realized this shit's getting boring. I was like, all right, I need to off my fucking dad because. <laughs> you, I need to kill my dad, stop taking my medication. Now my life is fun again. Yep. You can tell I went balls to the walls at the end. Like my notes start off like, oh, fun. And then it starts boring. And then it's like, what the fuck happened here at the end? <laughs> yeah. So pretty much um, if you if you don't take the pills, you have a fun time. If you do take the pills, you're boring, your game's just... It, they pretty much say, like... And I think this was also, like, a really good uh, analogy, metaphor. I don't fucking care. Uh, math? Um, so... Metaphor. Whatever. Analogy. Um, so, why are you interrupting me when I'm trying to talk? Sorry. I'm sorry. I know what, I'm, I know what I'm doing, Kim, sorry. all right? I'm sorry. Yes. Okay? Yes, sir. Can, can we calm down now? Yes, I am calm. So if you take the pill, they're pretty much just like, oh, you know, he was doing really good for half of this. And then uh, like they give him a two and a half star because like he was doing really good for half of this. And then like the other half, he kind of just like it just got boring, kind of just fell Mm -hmm. the fuck off. And it's like, yeah, yeah, that's what happens when you when you start taking it, you get fucking boring and you fall off. Yeah, yeah. A thousand percent. There were a lot of little metaphors like that. The rating, the 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 direct analogy between the metaphor or between the metaphor between See? the ratings that he there got. You go. Here I go. The direct analogy You're between the ratings too. that he, re- <laughs> the ratings that he received, and his efforts prior to that was really, like that was really clever. And I feel like there was some social justice warrior out here that was like, you asshole, you're making people not want to take their meds. You're saying it's not good. It's like, hey, guys, live a little. 
<laughs> yeah, live a little. And in some circumstances, it may not be good, depending on what take you're off. taking. Stop taking your meds. Jerk off in the middle of a city. Kill that person. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh. Don't kill. Wait, that what person. message Unless... are we giving to people? I don't know. What's the message? <laughs> the message oh, is don't shave kill your balls. People. Oh, sh- shave your balls. Manscaped.com, yep. 20% off, free shipping. <laughs> That's the guys message. Being, guys being dudes. Use the code guys being dudes. Mm-hmm. That was the message, message, right? Yeah, okay. that's exactly what they were going for. Oh, and don't kill people. That's the real message here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. If you, if you stop taking your meds and it, your brain says, kill people, kill people, maybe, maybe that's the situation where your meds are, maybe the not fun is good. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and maybe you should just shave your balls instead of killing someone. That's true. So the next thing again is like, uh, well, in me right here, I chose to you know try again and then flush the pills because I pretty much I took the pills this time because I didn't take mm-hmm. them last time. So okay. I took them and like we said, you get the two and a half stars. You go back and it's like you either get to follow Colin or flush the pills. What did you do right there? Follow Colin. Okay, so this is when you went in. See, yeah. I already knew what was going to happen there, so I was like, I'm going to flush the pills. Yeah. I already kind of knew what was happening there, but uh, we'll, we're going to go on my story for a little bit, and we're going to wrap back around to Colin. Okay. So, in this time, um, you get the option of destroying your computer or hitting the desk, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to hit the desk. And then you start seeing uh, the same symbol over and over again because he's looking around his room. And is that the white bear thing? The little um, yes, okay, little... yeah. We okay. got to plug white bear. So the symbol that he, for those of you that have seen it, the symbol that's on his computer is the same symbol from the Black Mirror TV show episode White Bear in season two, which I caught immediately because that's my favorite Black Mirror episode. And they have some little droppings like that in this movie where they reference different Black Mirror episodes, which is really cool. Yeah, the one I caught was the uh, robot dog one. I don't remember what the episode yeah, name was called. Out. Yeah, because mm-hmm. there's a poster with that same robot dog on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I was it was actually interesting because if you if you remember in White Bear, like her whole thing is she keeps waking up and reliving the same thing with that symbol on the TV, and yeah, that's exactly why. And it was an accident; they didn't mean to reference it. They were like designing how they were going to make this movie with like flowcharts, and they were like drawing like the different patterns and one of the guys in the room was like hey that's the symbol from white bear and the director's like hey we should add it in <laughs> so that side I of love it's stuff re- like that yeah that side of it's really fucking cool but the side that i think is even more cool is um again they know what the fuck they're doing with this because you know the 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 definition of like insanity is just doing like the same thing same over thing. and fucking over and over again mm-hmm. And they were kind of playing on that in a sense where he's doing this thing where he starts looking around the room. He's studying into um, the writer of Bandersnatch, and he finds out that this guy, like, was starting to go, like, a little crazy. I think his wife started to, like, drug him and whatnot, too, without him knowing. And then mm-hmm. he was also, like, self-medicating on psychedelics for a while, too. So it was just, like, a whole big fucked up thing. But pretty mm-hmm. much what happened in this guy's story, the writer, is that he kept seeing the same symbol, like, over and over and over again. And he started going fucking crazy. And he ended up, like, mm-hmm. killing his wife, like, chopping her fucking head off. Yeah. And... So, I'm going to go ahead and go off the fucking rails in my life right go now. Go off. So, seeing, like, there is a lot of fucking truth to just seeing the same things over and over again or hearing the same things over and over again and it driving you fucking insane. Like, yeah. obviously, like, I haven't, everyone has, like, as much as everyone likes to say they don't have weird fucking thoughts, 
everyone has weird fucking thoughts and obviously like you know being a good human or not and or or at least being like a decent or conscious human is about like whether you act on those weird thoughts or not because mm-hmm. i mean kim have you ever had the thought of like you see some some grandma or some grandpa walking oh. across the street and you're just like i'd fuck him not a grandpa, but a, an older dad, yes. Yeah, not that, like, not that, like, and not even that, they could be ugly as shit. Not that, like, you're attracted to them or anything, but, like, and not that you're, like, oh, I could fuck them, but the thought pops, like, maybe you'll have, like, an image or something of you just plowing this gross old man for a second. It's yeah, just, like, like, random com- shit just, not like that, per se, it's but like, yes, well, cause it's like, random it's just things weird, will happen. It's just weird thoughts that, like, you know, two yeah. thoughts will come together and it just comes Unnecessarily, in. Unnecessarily, like, yeah. And, you'll, and I'm sure you have those thoughts right after where you're, like, you're trying to stop yourself from thinking of it. You're like, why am I? Th- no, stop. Like, I don't, I don't right. want to think of that, that about that. But then like, once the concept is in your head, you know, like you're already just like there and like, it's already been in your mm-hmm. head. And you're like, Oh, am I like, am I a crazy fucking person for thinking this? Right. Like, am I insane? Like, why did I just right. do normal? Would normal people just think these things Would this pop into your head? Right. And they do a really good job at making like, that's why I said like after this movie, I felt delirious because it's exhausting depending on what decisions you make and it makes you feel insane while you're watching it because you start to question like am I doing something wrong like am I playing I was literally like am I playing the game wrong because I like kept hitting dead ends and I was like I'm going fucking crazy like I'm doing something wrong this movie's never gonna end (laughs) and then you realize like it all makes sense well even just like a couple weeks ago I got to this point of mania where like maybe if I went farther maybe I would have fucking like murdered my wife or something like chopped her head off i don't fucking know because i'm sitting here at my room i'm like working on something that was supposed to be like i imagine in my head like 30 minutes an hour max or something Mm -hmm. and it's like something to do with music so it's like it's like this whole big like audio thing that i'm trying to get like sound bites from and like trying to like Mm -hmm. pretty much rework like a whole thing on like a segment and of something and I'm going through it and I'm trying to get like it all like feels right in my head like I had it all like mapped out like I was working on it in my head for like days and then once I got the go ahead to go through it I'm like okay I'm gonna work on this Mm -hmm. I started working on it and working on it trying to get it right and everything I did just felt like fucking terrible to me like it wasn't right it wasn't right and I kept like it was an audio thing so it was this point where like it's kind of um kind of parallels with this where like you see the same thing over and over again it makes you go fucking crazy but i was Mm -hmm. hearing the same shit over and over again and i thought i was gonna be doing it for an hour and by the time i finally like kind of started to like come to terms like i was getting like more and more angry and just like irritable but not even that like it was to the point where i felt like i was on like a fucking psychedelic for a little while because i was just like staring at the same thing and hearing the same things and my mind was starting to like just shut Mm -hmm. the fuck down like it was at the point where like i wasn't even thinking anymore i was just like going at something but like everything i did just felt wrong and it just kept going and going and i kept hearing the same thing over and over and over again and after a while like it was like eight hours and i got to the point where i was sitting there it was fucking mania and it was like i had some i had like three four other things to do at that point too and it got to the Mm -hmm. point where like you know after like the first couple hours i was just so deep into it just going and going that i was like I'm losing my fucking mind right now, but I can't stop because if I stop and I don't keep doing this, I'm going to lose my fucking mind because I couldn't do it. So I just kept going and going and going. And it got to the point where I was like, holy shit. Like I didn't feel like I was in the real world anymore. Like I didn't feel like I was me anymore. I didn't have any thoughts. I felt like I lost my fucking mind for like a few hours. Like it was like I was gone. And then when I started to Mm -hmm. realize like what was going on, I was like, I don't even know who I am anymore. Like, I don't even know what I've done in the past month or like anything. Like, I don't even know what this day was, what I'm experiencing. I was like, I'm fucking lost. 
And yeah. like it, it's like this movie makes me think of like instances like that because that's like just my most recent example of that. Like I've had that before in my life with like weird shit, but it's like that example. And what I, the reason why this probably sounds all weird because I'm going back and forth, but the reason I brought up like the weird thoughts and you know like oh you know I'm gonna fuck this old person or something or like you know there's also those thoughts of like oh I could just kill this thing or something but there's those things where like that's what separates you from being an actual fucking insane person or not whether you do those things or not but Mm -hmm. this movie really showed me like through like showing you all those images and shit and him just like you know it has that moment where he's looking all around the room he sees the image here 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 and it's starting to like did you notice how the screen's starting to like pound a little bit too and it's starting to like kind of like contort a little bit and almost mm-hmm. looked like he was like on a drug like that's literally how I fucking felt in that moment and I'm like holy shit like is this how fucking like serial killers and like murderers feel like is it Maybe. like is it like an over exaggerated version of like what I felt in those moments and it's like is it that point where like you're like you have those thoughts like those weird thoughts of like oh yeah fuck a grandma or like fucking this weird mm-hmm. disgusting fucking fat person or whatever the hell is going on mm-hmm. is it like those thoughts but murder and then you can't fucking stop it like is it like is it that kind of escalation like is it something like that i feel like it is you know like i feel like Mm -hmm. it's all these dark thoughts that even just i have like just on a day-to-day but it's like are these people just going through with those thoughts Mm -hmm. that everyone else is having Mm -hmm. i i think and i think this is like getting really dark but at the end no that's fine i think i think we should i think we need to talk about all this shit yeah it's like this I love talking about this shit because this is the stuff that people are fucking afraid to talk about. You know, like this is the yeah. stuff that everyone fucking thinks of all the time. Like if you want to tell me that you haven't thought these things, I think you're fucking lying, like straight up. Mm-hmm. I think everyone's thought some weird ass shit that when some like someone else will say it out loud and then your natural response is just to go like, Oh, what the fuck? Like you fucking weirdo like I would never think that or I would never like yeah. even have a thought close to that, but it's like I don't think that's fucking true. I think everyone yeah. does. Well, at the end, I don't want to give it away now, but I Go feel ahead. like I kind of have to. At the end, where his dad's head is on his, like, on his uh, mantle. Like, I don't think that was just, like, a throwaway. Like, that was a metaphor to, like, the old. I don't remember he was at, that. And maybe it could I, have been your ending. Yeah, I don't know if I got that this time around. Maybe I got that last time, but I, that sounds familiar, but I definitely didn't get that this time. What happened? So, well, he ended up chopping up his dad. And at the end, see, I don't think right? I chopped up my dad this time. Well, I didn't. Yeah, it was it was interesting. I have like all my notes, but essentially, like at some point, he ended up chopping up his dad. And at the end, like when he gets the five star review, like when he's in his room, like writing in peace and meeting his deadline, his dad's head is chopped off and like sitting on his mantle in his room, and it's like happy music. And it's like that's like a a tip of the hat to like the person that has because you find out the dad's like controlling him like yeah. the fact that his dad's like has the most oversight in controlling him the fact that oh, he's finally that he has at the peace. head on the mantle yeah it's kind of like you know is, what it's like it's uh, like ed kemper uh, cult of, cult ed kemper Chuck. used to do that oh shit. yeah ed kemper fucking his mom's head and shit yeah and then he um, left so that she could finally shut up that's exactly yeah. what it reminded me of also uh <laughs> yours yours is definitely a much better comparison and that's probably 100% what it was going toward because that makes way more sense I, but mm-hmm. I was thinking like Cult of Chucky well it's funny because Cult of Chucky is literally on behind me that's why I just turned around because oh, really? AMC right now that's the on one, right? TV that's the one yes. where Alex Vincent gets he has, has fucking yeah. Chucky's head and he's like yeah, controlling yeah, it because he's, he's like, like taking back it. his power yeah 
Yeah. That's funny, funny. That's no, funny. but that's that's what I I was like, that's really clever because he looks back at the head and kind of smiles and starts keeps typing. And it's like, that's really dark and fucked up. But like, it's the notion and idea that like the person who like he couldn't escape controlling him his whole life, like is finally like silenced for once in like the most vulgar and like violating way. But it's like peaceful to him. And you know what? Like, again, back to what I said a second ago, like is that that that's not like far off of what I've thought of like with my father, like out of all the shit like he's done to me over my life and shit. I'm like. Yeah, yeah, maybe in some other world I could fucking put it, do a Kemper. If oh I if I had any if I, I think... had any head on the mantle, it would be his. But then it's like I... those yeah. are those thoughts that are like, holy shit, like am I crazy for thinking this? But it's like, no, like I think these are just what other people are thinking of and then they're just like, I'm gonna go the full fucking mile. Like I'm gonna actually do that shit. Well, and I think that's why the movie not even I think, I know they play a lot on the personal psyche because like you get the option, bury your dad or chop up your dad. Both of those are pretty I don't think I up. got that. I don't think I really? got a specific option. No, because, wow. okay, I think when you get to that, you're on the you're going on the phone, right? You're about to, like, call your therapist? Mm, is that No, is that this was her? just the initial kill dad. Okay, so when I got the kill, I, I kind of went around the kill dad this time because I was like, you know what? I went full send to that last time. I'm going to not do it this time. Um, so... I got on, like, the phone. It was like, hey, call your therapist pretty much. And they were literally, like, they mm-hmm. told you the number of your therapist. It was like a remember the number thing. Yes. And then you had to oh type it. God. Yeah, and then you had to type it in. I purposely put the wrong one in because I didn't want to call her. I fucked up. I oh, really? didn't. I was trying, Caleb. And they had the timer on, and my remote was, like, lagging. And I was, like, trying to get the numbers. I was like, two, oh. And then it, like, skipped. I typed in the wrong number, and I literally threw my remote. And I go, fuck. Oh, see, <laughs> because I, want... I thought that was going to be the end. <laughs> Uh, okay, so last time I, I definitely put the number in. I didn't want to put it in this time. And then what that led me to was just like right when I didn't call because it went to like beep, 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 like mm-hmm. wrong number. Yeah, and wrong then number. I immediately just started burying the dad. Okay, that but happened also, to me, this but that time, happened after. I was like forced to kill the dad this time. I think I tried to go around the story like mm-hmm. I tried to completely avoid killing him this time. Um, but I put it, it like forced me. You end up killing him. Yeah. Which is so, so, so interesting to me. So I can't, there were so many things that happened guys. Like I can't keep track of where exactly, but I know initially it was kill dad with the ashtray. And I was like, oh no, it was like shout at dad or kill dad. Cause he was going off about him. Like, you know, being delirious and focusing too much in the game. And I was like, fuck it. This is where I was like, you know, we're going to get weird. And I was like, kill dad. Because the reason why I picked that is because Black Mirror, the TV show specifically, there was only one scene of the entire series where they showed someone dying. And that was my only to do with it. Because I was like, this isn't dark enough. But So I was like, yeah, fuck it. Let's see if they actually do it. And he did. He like bludgeoned him with the ashtray. And then it was like, bury dad or chop up dad. And I was like, whoa, I'm going to choose bury. And then it flipped to something, and then I had to end up going back and chopping him up. Oh, shit. Anyways, it, like, forced me to chop him up. Wait, so I you didn't no want to chop him up the first time? No, initially I didn't, because I was like, that's what? a little too overzealous. Let me just bury him, be a little you respectful. You already killed him. I just murdered him. <laughs> you already did. Why not chop him up at that point? I don't know. If you're and then going I realized for a he was good so much game, of a dick. That's, that's, the, that's the, you know, artists are damaged. Right. Well, then that's I was like, well, then That's I was like pissed. the most damage right there. You chop someone right. up, you have it. You went there. Well, then I was pissed because I realized the dad was a dick, and I was like, well, I should have chopped this guy up. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, when you think about it in hindsight, it's like, dude, fucking blend this guy. Like, put yeah. him in a giant blender. Who fucking cares? 
It was right. insane. Okay, so maybe we should go back like a little bit, kind of back. Let me yeah. think. I think we're about so okay. We started going off on that Follow tangent because it was, was right it was seeing the same symbol over and over again, right? Mm-hmm. So right after that, I get the option of picking up a book or the family photo. Mm-hmm. I picked the family photo just because I pretty. Sh- I picked the book the first time because I was like, okay, okay I want to read some weird shit. What did um, it give you? Was that the murder book? In the book, uh, I, I don't. I never it might be it the up. same one. I think that's the lock and key book. Yeah, it's a lock and key one, but I never picked it up. I just kept seeing it. I can't remember what was in it exactly, or mm-hmm. what was in what. It might have been the murder book as well, but I can't remember if those were the same ones. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. And then he also has a Donnie Darko moment with the mirror for a little what? bit. <gasps> yes! I'm yeah, so... Yeah. Caleb, you took the fucking words out of my mind, and I'm yeah. so happy. Because he starts putting his hand like in the yeah, mirror. It's like a reverse th- Donnie Darko thing almost. Donnie but Darko. Like, yeah. But then they then they made a, the point in the ex- explanation video to watch that it was actually Alice through the Looking Glass reference. Because Bandersnatch is her character from it. And remember in the scene where she puts her hand through, and she goes through the mirror and comes out one way. And that's what happens. Yeah, that makes more sense. But they also had like the whole thing of like mirrors are like a key to like right. an alternate dimension. I was still like, I, I thought was, the I was same getting, thing. It was definitely I knew it wasn't that because Donnie Darko is like you know there's things coming out of the mirrors and shit, right. so it was definitely yeah. different. But it felt very Donnie Darko when you're right. watching it. And I was like, this has there's no point in tying this to Donnie Darko. But I was totally like, that is every time I see someone putting their hand towards the mirror, I'm like Jake Gyllenhaal, Donnie Darko. <laughs> yeah, honestly. Especially once you just start, like, once the mirror starts reacting with you. Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter how it reacts. I'm like, Donnie Darko. Yeah. <laughs> Donnie Darko. Automatically Donnie Darko. And then they, I would have loved do... if they tied that in. Well, they do another, like, thing around here, too, where, um, again, back into trauma, um, they're, he's, the kid's over. It's like Stefan is a kid, and he's overhearing, like, his parents talk shit about him in the other room. And I know for a fact like this part probably hit people more than the other things like for anyone that had like those kind of parents i i mean obviously you can tell from the stories i've been telling obviously i had those kind of fucking parents i feel like though i feel like every child in america well here's a thing has overheard their parents talking shit at some point and felt like dog shit (laughs) i feel like everyone has but i also want to say that there are levels Oh, there definitely are. Definitely. Definitely. There are definitely levels. I think everyone can relate to it at some extent, but not maybe not to the extent of like where it's because there's a there's a difference between the level and the intention. Right. Like, well, here's the thing. I I had like there was level and intention on my end. And those are mm -hmm. things that like literally stick with me. Like those are insecurities that I have to this fucking day because they were instilled in my head like so early on. Yeah, Yeah, it was like the people that I was like at the time I thought I trusted, even though they treated me like shit, like I thought I trusted them, but I was like, then I would have all these thoughts in my head and then later they're like, why are you so insecure? Why don't you want to talk to me? I'm like, oh, I don't know because I overheard you basically saying you fucking hate me like a million times. Right. This reminded me of Child's Play 2. Remember where the foster dad is talking to the mom and he's like, yeah, just, I don't know why we gotta keep them in. And I think I said something about it in that episode too, where it's like, yeah, I've been there. Like you hear them fucking like screaming in the other room, and you're like, right. yeah, I fucking hear you, asshole, you fucking piece right. of shit. 
Yeah, and that's where I'm like, every child can relate to that at some point. Obviously, yeah. not to the most people, I'm sure, not to the extent of like, because I don't think most people's intention are like, you know, to fuck with their kid. But some people, they are, and it's sad and it's fucked up. But oh, there's definitely times that I overheard. Like, I know there were a lot of times that they weren't trying to make me hear it, but there were mm-hmm. other times where it was like, and it was usually they, like, they knew. It, yeah, they 100% knew, and you know how I knew? It's because they would be talking, like, way fucking louder or, like, specifically, mm-hmm. like, closer or something, like, so yeah. that I would hear it. That's but fun. then there was, al- yeah. there was obviously also the times where, like, I would hear something and I would be, like, I was always, like, and to this day I'm actually paranoid just of people talking in other rooms sometimes. I've realized this, like, recently. Like, sometimes I just hear something and it sounds like they're talking about me and I'm, like, I'll mute what I'm doing or oh, something yeah. to, like, hear it because, like, I had that thing back in the day where, like, I would hear something and I thought it was about me and I was like, oh no, I'm being crazy. But then like actually after a while I ended up going up and listening and it was like fucked up shit about me. And I was like, oh, so they are talking about me. And now I have like that fear of like, oh yeah, everyone's just talking about me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. That's yeah. I mean, I, I don't blame you. I literally thought there were a lot of nods, not the director was not intentionally doing that. It's just ironic. Cause like we literally just watched, child's play we literally are yeah. huge johnny darko fans and there were all these like little nods where i was like johnny darko child's play too and i was like i wonder if caleb picked up on these things <laughs> and i'm happy that you did <laughs> there were a lot of things it also like and i mean it's probably because of one of the characters mr poultry actually being in midsummer but i also got a lot of midsummer mm. vibes too where i was like not not just in the drug sense because obviously there was the drug part of the movie which ah, i'm surprised yeah, yeah. we're still not even at but um <laughs> yeah we got a way to go here <laughs> yeah which is insane but um not even just from the drug part but just from the fact that like it's really in touch with a lot of these emotions it's also just a black mirror thing like black mirror knows how to hit a lot of those spots but it is well and midsummer is about trauma it's, it's a breakup film you know yeah it's very much a trauma movie so there is I can see why you would get a lot of like Ari Aster elements from Midsummer in this and Midsummer there's a lot more intellect in that film than you know traditional horror that's why it's like an indie horror film and this movie there's a like there's so much packed into this I'm sure if I went back and rewatch it it's gonna take me a couple years I need like a break (laughs) but I'm sure there's gonna be things I pick up on where I'm like holy shit I didn't even notice you know that even obviously naturally because I'm probably gonna pick different routes but yeah for sure as I feel like whole. in a lot of these interactive games, though, you kind of feel you kind of find yourself falling into the same kind of things, though, unless you're really like focused and you know exactly what you picked mm-hmm. and you have like a complete right goal <laughs> from the very beginning. My issue is that I don't have a goal from the very beginning. Usually when I go in, I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to go in. But I should for I think in a lot of these, you should form a goal early on and then stick to it completely. Yeah. I wonder what the director, what his choices would be. I don't. I feel like if you're making it, it's almost impossible to have those choices. You know. I feel like. See, I feel like the opposite. I feel like there's almost like, it's impossible to not have your idea of yeah of what you would choose, but you want your audience to have yeah their own experience. But I, it's like Christopher Nolan. He knows the ending of Inception. He just will never tell anyone. He's gonna be like the whole point is to not know the ending. But that fucker knows the ending. (laughs) Oh yeah. And he's in a dream. Yeah, he has something. That's all it is. He just doesn't want to admit it. Yeah, that's typical Christopher Nolan. But sidebar. But yeah, I um, I, I'm curious. Yeah, it's really interesting. I after this, I kind of want to look up to see, like, what most people pick because I'm sure there's probably a lot of routes that people pick the most, like in certain scenarios. 
because like the secret ending like that's such a rare combination of decisions you have to make i can't imagine a lot of people are even getting there i don't think i'm pretty sure like no one got there because they said like i remember seeing some things where i don't think it was found immediately i think it took a little while Mm -hmm. for people to find it so i don't think it was like something you could accidentally stumble on i think it was something you had to find I literally think it was the de- director being like, there's a secret ending, and then people went out and like... <laughs> yeah, it's like an <laughs> Easter egg thing. It. It's, yeah. like a, it's like Easter eggs and like Call of Duty zombies and shit like that. It's you know, like, it's like, you know what, it's you know what Easter egg it's like? It's hard to find. Huh. It's like the alternate ending to Ma. You'll oh, never you find fucking... it because you'll never get to the fucking end of the credits. And then not only that, so Kim, since that, for any horse soup fans that want like an update like 40 episodes later. <laughs> so I've t- I think I might have done an update on like another show or something, but I don't I don't mm-hmm. know if it was this show, so I'll say it now. Um I found out from someone or from a few people. I've talked to multiple people since then, and they said they've like they some of them have watched through the credits. Or no, 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 they, no, 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 actually, no, never mind, never mind. No one has watched the credits, but a couple people wanted to see it, so I tried looking it up, and there are cuts of the movie out there where they cut the ending out. So I like don't the know. the alternate ending? The alternate ending. So I don't know, like, I don't know if it's, like, certain DVD copies or what it is, because I think I have it on Blu-ray, and I think my Blu-ray was the one that But you said you saw it had... in theaters, right? And you just so no. happened to stay. No, oh, I didn't, I thought... no, I didn't see it in theaters. Oh. No, oh. my theory my theory was for people that saw it in theaters. I was like, mm. my theory was I didn't see it in theaters, but for the people that did, I wonder if did they stayed. Say? But I don't yeah. think anyone did. Like, no, because people probably only, less halfway through the movie. Well, yeah, because only some people stay even for like Marvel endings when you know something's gonna be yeah. there. So I can't yeah. imagine anyone would stay for a movie like Ma. I know you were talking about it with Elena on Morbid, one of your. I think it was Happy Death Day. You were talking about Ma because it was Blumhouse or something like that, mm. and you were bringing up the alternate ending thing, and I was like. Dumbest fucking thing. Yeah, so that might have been when I that might have been when I talked about how like I talked to some people and they were like, oh no, yeah, like because I was with someone I don't remember who I was with, but I was with someone like in person, and then they were like, oh yeah, and then I looked it up and I was like, wait, what the fuck? It's not here, and I tried looking for but it. Caleb, so there's some cuts that have it and some cuts that don't, which is strange. They did that shit with the trailer. Remember, I told you initially said on Mother's Day, this Mother's Day you'll get to meet Ma. And I, I, I literally planned to go see it on Mother's Day that year with my friend. And then mm-hmm. we, like, the day of, we were looking at times, and they were all gone. Like, they were taken down. And it was like, Ma's not coming out till next Sunday. We were like, what the fuck? It literally said Mother's Day. You and then what? all That's the trailers a... that had Mother's Day got taken down online. You... We were like, Okay, fuck? so you know what? That's a weird thing to do with a movie. That sounds like something I've done with, like, some podcast episodes in the past where, like, I haven't liked them and I've just taken them down or, like, done something else later. Or, like, I've, like, taken some stuff down that, like, I don't know, like, I listened back to and I was like, I don't fucking like that. And I've literally not liked it so much that I've went back and edited it out. And you know what I... I... And that's something I tried not to do, like, at all costs anymore because I'm mm-hmm. like, I feel like it's, like, cheap. It's like, you know yeah. what? I already put it out there. Like, if it's there, it's there. Um, that's what I'm saying. But I feel like that's yeah. weird to do. Like it's it makes more sense with a podcast, even though I think I shouldn't do it, and I have done it a decent amount of times. I think I shouldn't do it, but I feel like that's mm-hmm. even weirder with a movie. Yeah, because it's on TV. Millions of people have seen it, so it's not like you can just erase it. You Are know you what? Happened? Millions of people don't listen to horse soup. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. But one day they will. <laughs> I doubt it. Not in a horror podcast. That doesn't happen to horror podcasts. No, but you know what happened. It was the director who he knows an idiot. He probably didn't plan to release it till the Sunday after Mother's Day. And then someone's like, hey, having this Mother's Day is confusing. You need to take it fucking down. <laughs> so he did because he's an idiot. Yeah, Anywho. it's fucking strange. 
<laughs> I don't know how we, we got into all that. Tangent. Yeah, I don't know how we got into all that. But basically, where I'm at in the story is that uh, throw T over the computer or destroy it. I choose to destroy, which is when he's like, "No, I'm not going to do this." Like, what the fuck? Like, who? And then mm-hmm. he starts looking at this guy. He's like, "Who's making me do this?" And I'm yes. actually interested right now because it's going to be a little while to till I catch back up to where you are. I'm wondering mm-hmm. how much of this happened in mine that didn't happen in yours. So. Right here, it's like Netflix or kill sign. And the first time, I went straight with the kill sign because I was like, Mm -hmm. again, it was like the things that I'm talking about a second ago because I'm like, okay, like, what the fuck? Like, how far can this go? Like, if I do just the... Because that's also a thing where, like, okay, if I was, like, remember that story I was telling about earlier where I was going, like, fucking insane with the music bites and shit? Mm -hmm. Who knows? Like, is that the trigger? Like, if I was sitting there and maybe it's a mental trigger, maybe that's a real thing that happened to him or like a, something that he made up in his mind or something that mm-hmm. actually happened. But if I was sitting there, I'm on eight hours, I feel like I'm not even fucking real anymore. And then I'm sitting there and I'm just like about to fucking like destroy something and I'm just like, okay, who the fuck is controlling me? Like what's going on? Like tell me what's happening. And then all of a sudden like something popped up on my screen, like just like a sign of like exactly what I was doing or like something that I thought was like synonymous mm-hmm. with murder. Would that be my breaking point? Like, would that be the point where I'm like, oh, no, yeah, me, me right here, me as Caleb, I'm done. I'm going to go on a murder spree. Like, is that it? Like, Probably, because it would like, be a sign. Is that, like, how fucking, like, is, okay, like, going farther, like, finishing the, the the sentiment that I had earlier, is that what fucking murderers see? Like, is it, like, they get, like, all that shit building up in their head, and then some sign comes out? Like, like I said, like, I don't know if it's real or if it's, like, obviously, it's probably not. It's fucking, like, something that's made up in their head. But all of a sudden, like, do they just see something that just confirms what they were thinking? And they're like, yup. That's it. Yeah, I, I think it depends on the murder. But, yeah, I think in some instances, I'm blanking on which murder I'm thinking of. But, like, they got a sign of God or something. Yeah, like, yeah. one day, like, they were a normal person. Well, there's a few stories like that. There are, there are, yeah. But th- there's, like, a one of the big ones. I'm going to think of it as soon as, like, well, we that's like up, a, yeah. that's like a type of, like, uh, like schizophrenia mania, right? Like, it, that has to be a Maybe, type of schizophrenia, yeah. right? Like, you're you're seeing shit like it's something's like telling you to do something well it's like an onset thing like there was someone where they lived a normal life they had trauma maybe at the workplace or somebody Mm -hmm. and someone prominent in their life was like bugging them a lot of times it's their mothers but it's not ed kemper but yeah and they like snapped one day and then saw something were like this is my sign to kill people and then just fucking started killing people like crazy well yeah yeah, i I think for some people yeah well because i really wonder how that is because like i said like dude I have a fucked up brain. Like, obviously, there's no way around that. My brain is fucking weird. Some weird shit goes through this. And for a long time when I was younger, I was like, dude, like, like I said earlier, I was like, I don't know if people think the same things I do. Like, do people think this shit? Like, do these weird thoughts pop in people's heads? And I'm like, for a long time, I was like, dude, I don't know what I'm going to be. Like, am I going to be like a serial killer in 10 years? Like, I don't fucking know. Like, where like where, where are these thoughts going? I hope not, Caleb. <laughs> no, well, that, this was like 15-something years ago, and now I've determined. I'm like, no, I, I'm, I'm fine. Like, are those you are sure like, you're not a serial killer? <laughs> shit, I don't know. I guess maybe fast forward 10 years. Maybe, like, one of those fucking signs will pop up. Maybe, like, I'm like, oh, shit, religion. I don't know. Like, something. Maybe some little some little symbol of uh, yeah. a, a, mu- a music symbol is going to pop up on my computer screen. I'm like, shit, I remember that time. That was really angry. The music was pissing me off. <laughs> and that's the trigger like but i don't know like for i i always wonder like god obviously i'm getting deep and maybe i'll get put on a watch list after all these talks but i don't fucking care these are these are thoughts that i have and you know what there's no murder under my belt so you Mm-mm. can't do anything about that it. we know of <laughs> yeah that we know but you know what you can't 
It can't if it doesn't fit, you can't acquit. So right, OJ got away with it. He did. So unfortunately, he did. I don't. I don't have any gloves, so this doesn't apply to me. Um, Mm-mm. but yeah, those. I'm like, is that, is that how it goes? Like, is that really just how it goes? Like, wh- when does it, when does it turn from like just weird thoughts that you're, that you're ignoring and like moving past or like questioning, to actual murder like it because it's so weird because i think the way let me let me round this let me say this a little better so when i was younger you know like obviously i was like am i gonna be like a fucking murderer or something in 10 years like Mm -hmm. what i want to know what that point is like because obviously it's so hard because you can't have these real fucking Mm -hmm. talks like this with a serial killer so you never fucking know i think it's nature versus nurture for the person but what is that all environment but this is my question what is that like how come when i was like you know, like eight fucking ten years old or something. Like, is was I only thinking these things because I was so into true crime already? Because I was like, you know, studying into serial killers so much. Like, maybe like would I have had those same thoughts? Like, am I gonna like? Are these weird thoughts like weird? Like, am I fucking crazy? Like, and it's not even just that I grew up and I, that I was thinking like I'm gonna grow up and be a serial killer. It's also just like, am I gonna grow up just to be fucking insane? You know, like mm-hmm. am I gonna lose my fucking mind? It was like just what is gonna happen? It's like. When, what is that point? Like, what is, what is that trigger? When is it just like, when does it go from just being like, oh, what, what is the, why, why do, why did I have these thoughts of, am I, am I going to be that at some point? And why does it never come into fruition? But then for some other people, like, I mean, there's, there's people that have killed people when they're like fucking 10 and 11. Mm hmm. You know, like, it, it's just That's so fucking weird to me. That's the biggest scientific question of all time. <laughs> It's just uh, it's so all fucking situational. weird. Like, when do those and there's instances where real? they can't, yeah, they can't explain. Like, there's some really black and white instances where you can look back. I'm just thinking of serial killers and say, like, that was their tipping point, you know, or this specific traumatic incident, or these people in their life caused it. And there's some people where you're like, no fucking clue why they would do this. How am I going to get, like, do I have to, like, <laughs> like no go idea. To, do I have to go to a prison and have, like, one of these? conversations with a serial killer like do you know on who a, like, i think about a, when i think an about actual this podcast with a serial killer like hey <laughs> I... we're doing the most raw thing in the world we're get, just gonna talk about ash and elena with you everything <laughs> they would be on that shit yeah i true. think of israel keys the guy who's like probably they'll never know how many people he's killed but the guy who's killed like probably more people than anyone in the world and he literally had no motive nothing like nothing was tying him to being like such a deranged person and he was so drawn out and like intricate about his murders like he had been planning it for years and it's not a situation where like he had women in his life that rejected him or he had like a really prominent mental health illness that people knew of or you know nothing like glaring he literally was like an everyday guy that was like intricately and I don't want to say smartly because I feel like I'm like giving him a nod, but like, you know, very organized and tedious in his thoughts and the way he killed people. Yeah, and that, but then you know, even thinking about him, it's like, was he just? Did he always have those thoughts? And did he just not exactly. do anything about it? Like or we'll never just, know. Yeah, like is he just fucking lying? We'll or is he never just like, know. Oh, yeah, I'm just very normal. And then randomly it came out. Or did he always have? No, those, he like, had a family. Like I, I'm sure those type of people like. Like, There's I don't something think, okay, there. You know I just don't know if anyone ever has tapped into it. So you know, I don't think yeah, he'll I don't, ever say anything. I don't. 
I don't think it can be one of those things. I think it's just, it has to just be one of those things where, oh, my pepper is just not going to stop fucking barking right now. It's pissing me off or whatever. Mm. Um, is it, well, one of, pepper, stop. Is it like one of those things where, dude, it is nine o'clock right now and there's literally kids screaming their fucking head off outside the window and pepper's not going to stop barking because of it. What are oh. they doing at nine o'clock at night? If you see Sam Loomis out there running around, you know what the fuck's going down. <laughs> oh, that makes sense. Sam is just like in the bushes in the house, screaming kids. at children. Get in the house! <laughs> yep. But you know what? Yeah, that, literally... ha- that has to be what it is. I don't think there's any way, like any serial killer that has said like, oh yeah, you know, like these thoughts just popped up like randomly one day and I didn't know what to do. Or what. I almost feel like that's just complete bullshit because like I said, like I've had all these weird fucking thoughts and like for a while, like in my life, I question like, am I going to be fucking crazy? Am I going to be a killer? Like, am I just going to be a fucking weirdo? Mm-hmm. Like, what am I going to be? But it never, it never goes farther than that. You know, it's just weird thoughts and then like, no, that's not me. And then nothing ever came out of it. So I feel mm-hmm. like they've had to have always had those thoughts and feelings and, like acted out in like some way. And they probably just fucking lie, you know? They're not just, like, normal and then, like, there's some random shit that happens. Yeah. I don't know. That's the tale. This goes back to philosophy and the philosophical question of banality Mm -hmm. versus evil. And it's, like, the most debated question of all time. Like, no one has ever been able to answer it. I don't think anybody will will ever be able to, but the idea of banality is, like, it's the most, like, visceral version of evil possible it's like a michael myers like no one knows why he does what he does he just does it is that possible or is there you know i i don't know i don't know you know i literally think depending on what person you speak to and what field of study they're going to say different things um i always lean towards nature versus nurture um which is essentially what you're saying yeah um and it all depends on environment and your experiences but some people debate otherwise so, that's a conversation for Ash and Elena. I'm sure they'll have a lot more expertise on that. <laughs> did you ever, did you ever think you were going to be a killer, Kim, or am I alone? Here? Absolutely not. Actually, wait. See, there we go. See, this is this is what I want to hear. Hold on, hold on. Not in the moment, but looking, it's a run. Okay, now it's a running joke because look, and I've I've made this joke to you before. Looking back on it, there were two incidents in my life that my sister and I always joke were like mom and dad should have probably sent you to a child psychologist (laughs) the first one was I was like four years old and my sister she's a little older than me we were at our grandma's house and we were like walking along her like patio deck like she had like these like bay seats and you know we're just like walking like playing follow the leader and she's in front of me and the whole deck is surrounded by these tall ass like thorn bushes. And I literally, till this day, we don't know why I did it. This was like a Michael Myers moment. <laughs> so creepy. I literally just looked at my sister and I was like, I want to shove her in these thorn bushes. And I just shoved her and she fell in the thorn. She got like stuck inside the bushes. She was wailing. All my like family had to run outside, pull her out of the thorn. They had to pry thorns out of her for hours. My mom like <laughs> Be, beat the shit out of me and I remember my mom like shaking it was literally like Halloween my mom just shaking me and she's like why did you do this I literally was like I have no idea <laughs> and See, we always so joke yeah. my sister's See, like you are a serial killer 
<laughs> See, that's the shit that I'm talking about right here. See, and even right now, like the whole time I've been talking about, like, oh yeah, I don't know what the fuck was gonna happen. Like, oh weird thoughts, and you're just sitting here looking like, oh, oh, I don't know, Caleb. And then you telling me that you pushed a fucking grandma into some thorn bushes with no, intent my to my hurt, sister, like... no, my sister oh, at sis- my grandma's house. I mean, still okay. bad. She was like six years old. <laughs> okay, well, yeah, same thing. So you did a murderous thing. Oh, you it tr- was very murderous. It was literally Michael Myers, but without a knife. I shoved her in thorn bushes. And yeah. secondly, I ch- I was like every child in the early 2000s. I was ghost faced for Halloween in first grade. And then in second grade, my parents were like, what do you want to be this year? And I was like, um, I'll, I just want to be ghost faced again. And they were like, OK, that's you don't want a new costume. I was like, no, I'll just be ghost faced. Third year. They're like, what do you want to be? I was like, I want to be ghost faced. <laughs> that's well, also be- when they probably should have been like, all right, this is becoming a little... <laughs> Well, if that, I don't think, I think your your sister pushing story was better. Cause, I mean, well, I guess, you know what? I guess I can't talk because I was just going to say I did that a bunch of times, but then I'm just telling you about all, all of my weird thoughts a minute ago, so. I was just saying, I feel like if my kid was like, you know what? I want to be Jason for Halloween. I'd be like, fuck yeah. And the second year, they're like, I don't want to be Jason again. I'd be like, all right, cool. Third year, they're like, I just want to still be Jason. I'd be like, Okay. <laughs> okay, but then but then flip the flip the roles. What if it's like uh, the B from the B movie? Well, that's why I'm. Oh, that's still fucked up. But <laughs> but <laughs> okay, no, maybe the that's B a little from worse. the B movie isn't murdering people. <laughs> that's a little worse. Yeah, but you know what? Like, but I said, it's harmless. Like, it's just funny to think about. <laughs> I mean, like like I said, like I had all these fucking weird thoughts as a kid and like weird shit and like I watched fucking true crime and all this and I was just like oh shit like am I fucking weirdo like do I, do I like all this murder stuff for a bad reason but then it just you know I grow up and it's just it's just interest you know now it's just like that shit that I like research like in my fucking life and like even like my fucking career for a while and shit and like it's just something Caleb, that what are you laughing at I missed I'm sorry I missed two others i was a serial killer as a child oh actually. yeah two other stories i missed two other okay. big stories in oh, let's that go. caleb this was like in the same two months this all happened oh, okay so i shoved so my see, sister in the thorn bushes i'm really mad that you've been at, that you've been treating me like I a just crazy person this it. whole time and I just now you're just like about... i have four different murder stories are you fucking <laughs> no, kidding me you're caleb? gonna laugh and i hope my i'm gonna tell my sister to listen to this episode because she's gonna be like you bitch now Your you finally admit it is a murderer <laughs> <laughs> no, no, my sister's gonna be like, finally, you're admitting it because when so right after I pushed her in Thorn Bushes, like a couple months later, there was this movie in the '90s called Dance with Me, and it had like Diane oh, wait. Lane and Kim. Real quick, yes. I just thought your your sister story also made me think of like so when I first started thinking like, oh, maybe I can't control my actions and I'm like a crazy mm-hmm. person or something. I'm now realizing like it wasn't just me having those like thoughts and shit and like weird shit like just one-off like thoughts that were Mm -hmm. there in my head for like a couple seconds and went away i think Mm -hmm. the defining moment was like me mixing it together with the time that i was just like so i had like those spiral stairs you know like it goes up one way Mm -hmm. it's like a little flat part in the middle you go down so i'm going down the stairs and my father's going up the stairs and like i'm literally like about to he's like i'm like at the top he's at the bottom and i'm like just i didn't think of anything whatsoever there wasn't like any like predetermined plan to do this but then right when I walk by him, it's like a Bandersnatch moment. Like, it was just, like, the quick thing of just, like, something forced me to do something. I just punched him square in the nuts. <gasps> Caleb! <laughs> oh, yeah, I did. I literally just fucking, it was, like, a quick second. Like, I didn't think about it or anything. I was young. Like, I was probably, like, six or something or, like, Like, not like... even jokingly? Like, you, I don't know how you jokingly punched someone in the balls. No, like, like... dude, it's the craziest thing because you think of that and it's, like, the funniest shit ever. You'd think that I'd do it and I'd be, like, laughing or something, but I didn't. 
I literally just walked by and like I didn't think about oh. it or anything. It wasn't anything I like predetermined. Like, oh, I'm gonna walk by and I'm gonna punch him in the nuts. It was just like I just went by. Yeah, you just did. And it. then I just fucking and punched like, him in the balls. And he just like knelt over in pain and was like, "What the fuck?" Blah blah blah. And then like now thinking about it, that's fucking hilarious. I would do that. I would do that again a million times. It's fucking hilarious. Wait, but, but that literally reminds me. My sister, I, my poor sister, got owe her the world. Um, but she, so like two months after I shoved her in thorn bushes, she had this giant movie poster above her bed. And the '90s posters were everything, you know, '80s and '90s. And it was of the movie Dance with Me. Um, it with I think Tyra Banks I forget who was in it no Vanessa Williams in it Vanessa Williams and it was a big movie in the 90s and she had the poster over her bed that was like her favorite movie she went out one day with my dad and I was at home and we shared a room and I remember just like staring at her poster and I was like I'm gonna stab a thousand holes in this and I ripped it off of her bed I laid it on her bed and I took a pencil and I stabbed at least a thousand holes in it and then when she came back I was just standing next to the bed and I was like Keisha, look. And she just, like, started bawling. And my mom, once again, was like, what did you do? That was, I I don't know how I missed this story. That was also very fucked up. She still doesn't forgive me. So and then the I killed her one? fish. Oh, you I killed, killed her this fish. Was, this wasn't intentional, though. This was, like, an actual, a lot of little kids actually do this. I overfed them. But well, I was fair, like. I'm pretty sure. I I think it was my <laughs> sister. I think I, I saw her like throw a hamster on the ground a few times. And I was like, please <gasps> oh, stop God, doing no. that to our hamster. No, that, that, no, that I hamster, never. Yeah, that hamster was up. the. Her name was Princess. She was the meanest thing in the world because she was treated <laughs> so terribly. No, I never tortured the fish. This one's just like ironic that it happened like literally within the same week. She also left wait, with wait, my Kim. parents. You know what? I know I'm good. Because there was uh, a neighbor I had mm-hmm. that um, that would, she was like six or something, and the parents didn't care about, like, just let her do whatever. They, like, went through, like, three dogs because she kept killing them. Like, That's she, I would, fucked up. I would literally see her in the front yard. She would have, like, a puppy, like, holding it on her head and then just chuck it straight <gasps> on the floor. And they, and the parents oh were so God. fucking shitty, like so fucking terrible. What is wrong with that her? They w- that they would just get another dog that looked like it. What? And then just give it the same name and just act Send like it never happened. somewhere. That's like the number one sign of a serial killer is like torture. Yeah, so that, so that was another thing that kind of kept me at ease when I was younger. I was like, well, I'm not doing that, so. <laughs> yeah, like I didn't, I wasn't even cognizant when I was little of like that was a sign of serial killers. I just think that was like innate, like you don't kill anything let alone any yeah you don't just you don't creature. kill things well yeah. i mean me and Bree did talk about like we we talked about like being like serial killers when we were younger too because we were like well we found out that we both like killed roly polies and then like dissected them and like oh. <laughs> and like she went a little further though she was a little more murdery than me because she was like well yeah i would like dissect them but then i would get like body parts from other ones and i would try to put them together and get them to live oh. so she tried to like reanimate her like zombie oh, like fr- she tried yeah. to like frankenhooker roly polies yeah <laughs> she tried so, no, I just—I yeah. actually dumped all the fish food in the fish tank on it because I—I thought they were hungry, <laughs> oh, and then they oh, all floated well. to the top, and I was like, "Motherfucks!" That was like my third strike. Well, I mean, that's—that's that's more accident, though. I feel like yeah, we all did. Like, it wasn't I remember, accident. like, I had fish, and I was just like, "Food, food, food!" I'm food, giving. Food, I was yeah. like, "You're gonna be big and strong." <laughs> dumped the entire. I literally did that. I was like, yeah. "These fuckers are hungry." I was like. <laughs> I know you want some supper, baby. <laughs> and they were literally like, bitch, stop. We are dying. 
<laughs> How fast did it take him to die? Like, did you watch it them die? It literally, no, it literally was like 20 minutes. Like, when you dump, Wait, cause really? it, it literally suffocates them. It like builds oh, a film over the top oh, of the tank. They like, can't they get can't get any air. <laughs> They can't breathe. It was very quick. Wait, how does, I, I remember, how does water air work? That, like, they can't breathe because it's... I, okay, I don't know the science of it. You know how there's that tube that, like, bubbles? Yeah, that it, leads oh, into the tube? yeah, yeah, yeah. If, 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 essentially, if that so entire top it. is blocked, yeah, it, like, clogs everything. But how does it work in the, in the ocean? There's no I tube. I don't know. Where's the tube? Good question. But if you think about it, there was a film over the entire... It's something with gases, I'm sure. If yeah. there was a film over the entire ocean, I'm sure, like, fish would die. Yeah. They would like huh. float to the top. But yeah, they all floated to the top and I literally like went in the kitchen and then I came back and I was like, Oh fuck. Well how do we test that? Do we need to do that to the ocean? No. Oh, we're going in the we're going in the bad in the bad side now. We're I just heard a noise. Is there a poltergeist in my room? Um, it's your demons. <laughs> oh this okay. is that no, this is that defining moment. You're gonna see something right now and then you're gonna murder me. Okay, guys. Well, um, say bye to Caleb. <laughs> Wait, we got to get back to Bandersnatch, Bondersnatch. I feel like Bondersnatch. this all. Well, th- this all applies, man. This it is does. all. It this does. is all in conversation. It I wonder how many like... people are still listening at this point in the episode. If you're still listening all the way through, <laughs> we are fucking proud of you. <laughs> no, everyone at this point in the show has definitely reported both of us to the authorities. Like anyone in the FBI has officially put us both on the watch list. I don't. I was gonna say well, that I was pretty higher, but then you told me your murder stories and like your stabbing a as a child. Thing, so. It was fucked up. It, those are actually two stories like we laugh out now because my friends always joke they're like you're one of the most mentally stable people I know and I'm like my sister and I always joke like those two incidents like if those were my kids oh my god I'm immediately sending them to I'm like you're going to see someone my parents were like she'll be fine turned out fine but they took a big risk there see you know what but maybe if they sent you somewhere maybe you wouldn't have been fine you would have gone gone, crazy you would have gone like full send into it so maybe they did the right thing they were like you know what let's let her chill out a little bit yeah, my mom also worked for federal law enforcement, so I don't think I could have gotten away with being <laughs> a psychopath if I wanted to. <laughs> I would just put handcuffs on handcuffs. Yeah, on it would have ended very quickly. <laughs> very, very quickly. You see Kim with giant handcuffs. She just slips them out and then throws her sister in a bigger thorn bush, like in a in a in like a thorn machine. Um, seriously, well, yeah, God, I will. What, what, what would have happened if you were around a wood chipper and your sister? I don't even want to know. <laughs> Kim's just walking by like, oh, push. Well, and the best part is like, we were on my grandma's deck like that, so it was like sliding patio doors. They were all sitting oh, right inside, so the and wood, they all were so like the wood watching chipper, us. the wood chipper's facing the glass door. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Well, they were literally just watching us, and then they, all of a sudden they see my sister disappear, and they're like, and they just hear <laughs> screaming, and I'm just standing there staring at them through the window, and they're like, what the fuck is going that's a, on? Yeah, that's a terrifying image to think about. Right. Yeah, that's not right. good. Except for there was no Sam Loomis running through the streets like, stop her. Okay, so well, anyway, back to Bandersnatch. Um, so I at this We're point back. you get like the you get the option of either or I got the option of either the Netflix or the kill sign, and obviously mm-hmm. I picked the I picked the uh, actually this yeah. time I picked the Netflix because I picked kill the oh. first time. Um, and then they're like, uh, explain to him what it is. And you kind of explain like, <laughs> hey, it's, hilarious. A, it's pretty funny. Cause they're like, hey, you know, it's uh, some of the people watch on the streaming service. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? He's in the about? 80s. So he's like, what is streaming? What is online? Yeah. He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. And then it's like, tell him more or stop the conversation. I was like, ah, I'm just going to mm-hmm. stop the conversation. 
and oh. then and then you move over to the therapist's office. I don't know if you see this is a part that I'm curious on whether you got or not. Did you fight the therapist? I did, but it was oh. it was well after because I kept it was later. tell him more, tell him more, tell him okay, more. Okay, so mine was way earlier before I even like went with Colin. But yours had to have been after you met with Colin, right? Or you went with him? I with my notes. Yeah, this was after I met with Colin because okay, I followed yeah. him. Yeah, so on my end, uh, so you fought the therapist, right? Get a little more mm-hmm. action. Yep, the nunchucks or whatever she Did had. you say fuck yeah? Hell yeah, I said yeah, fuck yeah. Yeah, you said fuck yeah. And then did you leap through the window or did you fight her? I fought her. You fought her? Okay, yeah. So I fought and fought her. The first, Well, this time I fought her. The first time, I thought it would be funny to leap through the window because my thought mm-hmm. was, I'm just going to kill myself or something. I was like, I don't know. I was like, what would I do in this situation? Obviously, kill myself. That's mm-hmm. what I do in most situations. <laughs> so I chose to kill myself. And then when you do, you don't actually kill yourself. You leap through a window and then it's like, well, you saw it in the alternate ending mm-hmm. thing. I saw this the yeah. first time. You pretty much jump out and you're like, it's a production set. You find they're like pretty much like, yeah, we're recording like a Netflix show right now. And he's like, what the what? <laughs> and they're like, you weren't supposed to get out of character. And they make you go back. Right. Anyways, yeah. in fighter. Yeah. Yep. That was interesting because I didn't choose that. But in the alternate or in the explanation video we watched, I was like, interesting. Yeah, that's that's a pretty cool one. That's the one I got the first time, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like that threw me into an even bigger loop with this. I was like, mm-hmm. "What is the what is actually happening here?" Right. And even when he was fighting her, she pulled out those nunchucks. It reminded me of that Striking Vipers episode of Black Mirror where they're like in Mortal Kombat, and I was like, "What the fuck is happening? Is this now a fighting game?" Like <laughs> Striking Vipers. I don't know if I saw. It's the one that where episode. they fuck each other. No, it's like the oh, last oh, season, oh, 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 season, the yeah, video yeah, the game VR where they fuck one. each other. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's a great yeah. episode. That's a good one too. I really like when yeah. Falcon gets plowed in the ass. Yeah, he's also Papa Doc from Eight Mile. Just want to throw that in there. Was he a top or a bottom? Did we find that out? Oh, he was the he was the fuck. He was the guy. So he was the oh, so he, he was, was the top. The, oh yeah, yeah. Because he was, was the guy oh, and his friend was the girl. Because yeah, yeah. his friend initially approaches like the first game and they first play like he's ready to fight and then the girl like just walks up to him and starts making out with him and he's like what the fuck and it's his friend so fuck he's yeah, he's dude. the top I guess well she could be on top technically honestly I don't know goals what they call. yeah like, I've I, always that wa- was I've always that... wanted to fuck my homies see that was a mind fuck to but me, not in that, a gay way that episode I was like that was a great episode. Well, yeah. yeah, the part where, like, toward the end where they kiss, and then they're like, oh, no, we don't like this, but we like fucking in-game. I'm like, yeah, right. I fuck my homies in-game. Well, well, and then at the end, him and his wife had that deal where she, once a year, she goes and fucks someone at the bar while he fucks his friend. And I was like, what? I was like, that's, it just fucked with me. I was like, I can't wrap my head around that situation. I would personally not want my husband fucking anyone. I don't care if it's in a game or not. But I can see some people being like, I'm down with it if you let me go fuck someone at a bar once a year. You know, there was a there was a good amount of time in my life where I was like, yeah, no, like, I am monogamous and that's it. Like, it's just mm-hmm. one other person, like, with no gene or anything. But now at a time, I'm like, you know what? Maybe. I, I think I could roll Probably with that. Polyamorous. You know, like, yeah, yeah. Well, I yeah, think I it could, works for some people. I, some people I could do totally well. Be, I could totally be in a poly relationship. Like, the open relationship, I don't know if I could do exactly, but maybe, like, open with, like, certain terms you know like not like oh terms like rules but like mm-hmm. you know like certain agreements yeah that's and you that's know, what like, it was it was literally an agreement that's why i was like this yeah. is a mind fuck as every black mirror episode was 
So then, uh, during the during the fight with the counselor uh, or the therapist, um, the dad comes in. You get to well, obviously. I know you picked kicking him in the mm-hmm. balls, right? Of course. <laughs> See, I already got to experience that in real life, punching my father yes, in the balls. Yes, so yeah, Caleb, like, you did it in real life. Yeah, I did it in real life, so I was like, I already know how that feels. But to be fair, the first time I did this, I definitely kicked him in the balls. And again, like, dude, I'm not kidding when I say that this story was hitting way too close to home with everything that was happening. I was like, this story is literally fucking insane. Like, Caleb, I feel like I actually am living my life. Caleb. Huh? Caleb, did you direct this? I feel like I might have at this point. Like, it's fucking weird. It's really weird. Like, it is weird how how in touch this is with my actual life. Pans to black screen, written and directed by Caleb. <laughs> no, my life just pans to black screen. Bandersnatch. match. I would have died. That's it's fucking weird. Uh, you might um, have maybe in another universe you wrote this. Well, this time I will say that I chose to karate chop him because I was like, you know what? I want okay. to know what that karate chop is like. And he literally just mm-hmm. gives him a solid chop to the neck. Was it a good satisfying. one? Yeah, it was a good okay. fucking karate okay. chop, dude. Like, it, it was a solid chop. It was awesome. See, I I, did, I specifically chose kick him in the balls because I was like, it'll be funnier. And I had oh, a feeling this karate chop was going to suck. But you said That's it That's my issue, too. But I think, like, either way, you get dragged off, so... Mm-hmm. And then yeah, there's when exactly. he's like, he's like, fuck you, ha ha ha, fuck, I'm making this entertainment. Mm-hmm. And yeah, then that this, was... actually, so this is when I go back, and I am back on par with you. Uh, this is when I'm following Colin. Okay. So we're back on okay, the same page Okay, I was going to say, so we're back. So, see, I followed Colin way above. I was like, where am I at? So, so I followed Colin. So all that happened, what you just stated, happened to me, like, well after I followed Colin. So, yeah, okay, we're back. Okay, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's interesting. Mm-hmm. So when you go to follow Colin, pretty much you just see him walking on the street when you're like, it's like way earlier when you're choosing to either go and talk to Dr. Hayes or go and follow Colin. And if mm-hmm. you follow him, he pretty much takes you back. He's like, oh, you got like some writer's block or game gaming block, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he goes back. He's like, all right, I'm going to fix this. He introduces you to like his wife and his kid who are mm-hmm. absurd, honestly. It seems like exactly who he would be married to. Right. Her hair. That girl. That's a lot of hairspray. A, that chick was a mood. <laughs> she was. And what was and, her name? Kitty? <laughs> yeah, Kitty. <laughs> apparently there's um apparent I think I might have got it the first time, but apparently there's a there's a there's a version where you kill Kitty. Did you kill Kitty? I did not actually I'm glad you said that because they said that in an explanation. I was like, where did that option come about? Maybe that was in one of the weird combinations you had to pick because that was nowhere in my options. I feel like I might have <gasps> the first time. Wait, 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 wait. Do you huh? remember when she comes to the house to ask him where Colin is? He has the knife behind him. Maybe depending on what you chose up into there, there was a question that asked you, like, kill Kitty or let her go. When I did she come to the question. house? Um, Colin's been missing for a while, and he's all over the news. Like, big gamer. It's after Tuckersoft shuts down. They're like, Tucker Soft shuts down, Bandersnatch game, uh, guy murdered someone. Like, he's in jail at this point. And, or he's not in jail at this point. And she's, like, running around trying to find him. And she goes to his house. And um, she's like, have you seen him? And he's like, N- he's like, yeah, I saw him jump. And she's like, oh, oh, did you? I got asked a question there. It was, it was tell her that Colin jumped or lie. You know what? And I chose. Um, okay, you know what? Wait, did you I choose didn't... for Colin to jump? Okay, so here's the thing. I didn't get that this time around, her coming around. Um, so 
Okay, you know what? Let's go back for a sec. You know what? Actually, no. Let's clear this up. Let's clear this up first. Um, okay. I didn't get that thing with her coming over to me and talking to me and having the knife behind my back. But now that you're saying all of it, I definitely got that the first time because I remember getting the option of either telling her, like, no, Colin jumped mm-hmm. or lying. Because I remember telling her that Colin jumped and she kind of, like, reacts mm-hmm. like weird as fuck. She's like, what are you talking about, right? Like, she's Yeah, like, she thinks she's lying. Yeah, she thinks you're just lying. She's like, what do you, what? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, okay, so and then she just goes say? away. No, that's exactly, what? I forgot that that question came about. Because, yeah, I I have it here. Um, yeah, yeah, he jumped. And then she's just like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. He's like, I met you the other night. And she's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And then he's like, okay, if I see him, I'll let you know. <laughs> and then she leaves. <laughs> But you, you like went like, oh, oh, for a second when you were talking about the knife thing. What were you going to say? Or like after the knife thing, he had like the knife behind remember. his back. You were, you were, you were <laughs> going off with something about that. I was that. just basically, I think it was, I basically was just going to say like, maybe depending on what you chose up until there, there was a question instead that says kill Kitty or well, something you, else. You told her that, I wonder if you, I think if you lie to her. You might end up killing. Now I'm starting to think. I wonder if I did lie to her and I killed her. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I don't. I'm kind of interested now to see because. Yeah, because I was like, I, I chose tell her because I was like, I wonder what her reaction is going to be. I thought she was going to freak out, but she didn't, which doesn't make any sense. She was just like, oh, we jumped. Oh, OK. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. So but I, I guess didn't we should really go back. get that either because I don't know what happened to Colin. Like he was a figment of his imagination. That's easily the weirdest part of the story. I'm going to say no, he's not a figment because he definitely exists in other people's worlds if they're asking about him and whatnot. The wife is asking about him. And when they go to the shop, you know, like the first time you go, not the shop, but the uh, the company, the first time you go to the company, you know, he's sitting in the chair and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But eventually when you go back, they're like, he's like, oh, where's Colin? He's like, oh, I don't know. He's probably, he's like been gone on some vacation or something. But that's after you go through the jumping thing. So I think Colin, like, that's a real thing that happened. Colin literally died, and somehow he's going back and back and reliving things. He, but certain things, he, I think, I think death is the thing that doesn't you can't get past that. Like he can relive this shit over and over and mm-hmm. over again, but people that right. die are permanent. That's exactly. what I got from it. He's literally to me, um, Colin is Colin had the same experience he had, except for when he met Colin. Colin was literally off the deep end at that point and probably getting ready to kill himself. Colin is literally, I hate to bring up the reference, but he is Frank from Donnie Darko to me. Like someone that died off you know, in the other universe. And then I was actually going to say he's like a, he's almost like a manipulated a uh, dead, right? Yeah, he is. A little bit exactly. like not exactly. He is not literally exactly the manipulated de- dead. I guess not exactly because in the Donnie Darko world, you know, like those manipulated dead, they're still there, but they died in another world, but they have a purpose. World, yeah. But I purpose. feel like his mm-hmm. is kind of like a version. I was, I'm very glad you said that because I was just going to say that he's kind of like a manipulated dead in the sense that in this, in the first time that he's in the story, he has a purpose. I think that like in some other dimension, he probably does die, but he hasn't died yet. But in this one, he gives him these messages and these purposes that really define the rest of the story. And you see that mm-hmm. he was real because he's not there in the story after he actually dies. And you see him die, too. He fucking splats. And I guess we're talking about mm-hmm. this thing that we haven't talked about. We'll get to it in a second. It's just it's more going on. Um, so I do think he's also a manipulated dead in the sense that um, so he's not there in the story to like still have a purpose, even though he died in another story. But I mm-hmm. think that even though he is dead and he's still gone, his message still rings true and stays in 
Stefan's head the entire time. And like, there's still a lot of things that are acting based off of his lack of being there. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, it makes sense. By the way, uh, uh, officially. uh... Oh, yeah, I know. I saw it the other day. Kim has a (laughs) Donnie Darko tattoo now. Finally did it. (laughs) After a decade. I I easily think Colin was one of the most interesting characters for that sense because he really defines a lot of things. It's like once you die, you die. But it's also also weird because, okay, so let's get to how he dies because we haven't even talked about that yet. Mm Mm-hmm. Pretty much when you meet up with him and you go into this room, he takes you into this room, you, you smoke some weed with him, and then he pulls out some acid tabs. And he's like, do you want to take it? Did you say yes? I said yes, of course. So if you say no, you still take it. He walks by and he slips mm-hmm. in your drink. So Interesting. I was like, yeah, you have to take the acid at that point. I was like, they're, about, they're definitely about to drop some acid. <laughs> so they take some acid, and Colin actually goes into, like, this really big thing about, like, conspiracies and, like, you know, like, mm-hmm. the government and, like, what is actually going on. He's like, Pac-Man? they're putting drugs in your food. Huh? The Pac-Man Oh, the Pac-Man analogy, thing? like, blew my fucking mind. I was like, oh, my God. It's fucked well, up. he's telling him to jump, and he's like, it's like Pac-Man. You just have, you just come back. Well, yeah, he's like, how he's like, Pac-Man's like actually like a, a game of control and analogy. It's they think he's a happy man, but he's not. As soon as he leaves the maze, he ends up getting put right back in. And the only way he can like keep living is if he consumes things. It's like I was like, that's a fucked up. Like even little shit like that. Well, again, Easter, yeah, it's like it's... that's such a deep <laughs> thought process. You have to go to get there just for that one line in the movie. <laughs> well, yeah, dude, I think. Everything in the world has a dark fucking background. Like, it's, it's again, going back to everyone has these weird fucking dark thoughts and, like, weird shit, like, in the background to it. Like, even Pac-Man has a dude. Like, he is he is going fucking insane. Like, he is, li- yeah. he is living an insane life. He is a fucking murderer. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like, that level of... And I was thinking, too, because I'm not big in gaming, and I was like, he made it... I forget the line that Colin made in that moment too about how it's the reality of gaming and like the game of nosedive is essentially the same thing as Pac-Man. Like he created like as a metaphor of his insanity. And I was like, I wonder if like what games are out there that are a metaphor of like the maker's insanity. Like I know nothing about gaming. I don't know if it's just a game like Fortnite's just a game. I never fucking played. Or if it's like, there's a deeper meaning to why Fortnite was made, you know, like I think there is a lot more, to that then i think fortnite's a bad example but yes yeah, there definitely just, are other this, games this is coming from good... someone who does not game <laughs> that was the first game that came to my mind <laughs> I, I, I was I'm like fortnite go... or grand theft auto <laughs> yeah i'm gonna say probably not fortnite and then grand theft auto is pretty cut and dry um you kill hookers in it so i think i used to there, play there, grand theft auto yeah there's there's definitely and maybe that's another reason why i thought i was a murderer too because i was always killing hookers in grand theft oh auto. my god yeah, I would come home after well, like all elementary school and be all like, I, I just to need to slap a Gra- hooker for ten minutes. <laughs> exactly, dude. All I wanted to do in Grand Theft Auto and steal was the go- steal the cops' from- gun. Well, I think okay. So more into it, I always watch true crime and shit. And then like you know, one big the one of the first true crime things I ever saw was like Eileen Warno. So I was like very oh uh, I yeah knew about hookers a lot. And then and and like on the side of it, I don't know which one I was um which one I experienced first. But when I when I think about it now, I'm like okay, so all that shit was going on in my like media life and then in my video game media life i was out here just i would pick up a hooker i'd fuck them and then i'd kick them out of my car and i'd run them over and beat them with a bat and i'm like you know what <laughs> what is that doing for my psyche is that why i thought i was insane right 
I literally would come. I had San Andreas. That was the one I had. And I literally still remember some of the lines he would say. He'd be like, nobody punches CJ. And then he would just like smack the shit out of a hooker you know and then get in his oh, car dude. and drive away. Dude, you know what? This was weird propaganda. You know what? This movie's right. Like, the, the fucking government did feed shit into my brain. Because this was at the time where people were like, Mo- or video games will turn you into a murderer. And then I was always murderer, killing fucking yeah. hookers in games. And I was just like, shit. Like, I- I- we didn't have enough information at the time to denounce that or not. People were just all crazy right? about it. And I was like, shit, maybe they're right. Maybe I have a, oh, God, the video games. There was a lot of shit like that. It's a, yeah, so we you were, like it's it's environment like it's not even just environment to become a serial killer it's an it's an environment to think you're going fucking crazy like because yeah. there's all the shit going on around you just like puts you in dude you know what no I take everything back I am going fucking crazy because of noises and repeated things there is nine forty right now and there are kids outside screaming and going <laughs> right now I'm not even kidding so uh, did you, can you hear did any they of these just noises? drop acid no. Did you hear that one? Mm-mm. There's no way to there. I'm sure that had to have picked. There's it's like wait, wait, feel, hold on, hold on. Don't say anything. Hold on, let me see if I can literally put the mic to the window right now. Oh, that sounded like a bat. I could hear that one. Yeah. Tell him that to fuck been, off. Go inside. Say, go on. inside, kids. He's out there. I, I'm going insane right. That's why Pull a Sam Lewis. Barking. That's what's going fucking up. I'm literally hearing, like, not just that. It's like, <laughs> I feel like Mar- so, I feel like Mario's like out my fucking. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Mario. <laughs> like, like, retarded Mario's outside of my fucking window right now. <laughs> that's I, that's unfortunate. Um, so, yeah, you know, I, yeah. I, get, I get this. I get this movie. I understand it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this movie, I think it has a lot of different meanings, you know, depending on who's watching it. So, there's the acid thing, and then uh, uh, Colin also does, a, if you say no, <laughs> um, he he says a very rapey line. He goes, oh, I chose for you. <laughs> that is very rapey. Yeah, he's like, I chose for you. Are you okay with that? And he's like, yeah, yeah, but I'm like, okay, what if he said no? <laughs> Wait, didn't he do that shit, though, in Midsummer? He made her it, He made her take shrooms? She's like, I don't want to take him right now. He's like, take him! We're he all told, taking he him. No, he didn't make... He kind of, like, was just like, uh... He was an you asshole. You don't want to do it with me now? Dude, I don't know what the fuck is going on inside right now. There are people driving, like, fucking obnoxiously loud cars right now. I'm getting so <laughs> annoyed happening? with with what's going on outside right now at 10 o'clock at night. Uh, this is fucking um, insane. Yeah, I mean... Yeah. I just lost my train of thought. That's good. Um... <laughs> <laughs> he he does say, he has one line at this point at this point too where like he's going off all these conspiracy shit and he's oh, like yes. they pay people to pretend to be your relatives. That I did not catch that. Oh, you didn't catch that? I think no, is one of the I did coolest fucking lines in the world because I've thought of that shit like when I was younger. They that was shit I thought to I was like to be your relatives? Yeah, cuz I was like are these people like how do I know? That these people are real or like I'm related to them or anything like dude you're just fucking born like someone could literally just like get kill your fucking parents like I'm obviously I think of weird shit mm-hmm. but people someone could just kill your fucking parents and then give like them like this is some like deep level like fucking manipulation shit but kill your parents <sighs> hire some new people 
to like put all these thoughts in your head so that they can train you to be like some fucking super weapon or like just some fucking like slave without knowing you're a slave your entire life. Yeah. I mean, that happen. have you like, seen? That is obviously like the craziest fucking thing in the world and so absurd. But it's like, it's also so absurd that it could fucking happen. Have you seen the movie Prisoners? Jake Gyllenhaal, mm, my favorite no, human on no the planet. No, I haven't. Actually, he's not my favorite human on the planet. Eminem M&M is. It's really fun. Good. It's a thriller. But it's, there's like, that's actually a really fucking good movie in general. It's Hugh Jackman. It's, it's kind of like that. But um, yeah, I mean, yeah, there would have to be a clear motive for someone doing that, but I haven't personally thought that. But I didn't even catch him saying what that. What does that have to do with the movie Prisoner? I don't know. What, what was that reference? <laughs> well, I don't want to give the movie away. Well, just, you just fucking mentioned it. Tell me what is it? Is that a new movie? It came out in like 2015, 2016. And who fucking cares? 2014. Whoa, no, it's a great fucking movie. No, I'm, not, I'm saying who fucking cares if you spoil it? Fucking tell me what you're trying to say. Oh, well, in the movie, so Jake Gyllenhaal's like a detective and he's in like a small town and it's all about him trying to find these two girls that got kidnapped on Thanksgiving. It's like Hugh Jackman's daughter and Terrence Howard's daughter. And then he finds out like one of the local women who's like praised in the city has like, she's had this weird ass son her whole life who they think is like the kid that took the kids on Thanksgiving because he was around that area and like an RV you find out he was a kid that was kidnapped back in the 90s by that old lady her and her husband were in this like weird religious cult would like kidnap kids take them away from their family completely like make them over and keep them and he like didn't even know who the fuck so, he was or remember sleepaway camp yeah I mean yeah pretty much <laughs> minus the dick at the end but yeah oh, okay yeah uh, but essentially, yeah, Maybe and it's like, vagina. yeah, and she was trying to do it. Yeah, she was trying. Wait, actually, pause. My friend Casey, I hope she listens to this episode. She was, I was oh, with her this week, and she's like, "Wait, Kim, she was raised as a boy." No, not that, not that I know of. <laughs> yeah, that's no, not as cool. she, no, she literally was like, "Kim, I watched this scary movie this weekend. Have you heard of it?" It's called Sleepaway Camp. <laughs> I, I just started, I was like, oh, fucking of course I've seen Sleepaway Camp. Like any movie buff, let alone like horror buff has seen it. But I was like, hell, she's like the dick at the end. She's like, I had no idea. She's like, I have never heard of this movie. I was like, I almost wish I wasn't a movie buff so I could enjoy like very obvious movies that are so great like that. Well, I actually enjoyed Sleepaway Camp for the first time like two years ago. Oh, yeah, you hadn't seen it. I saw Sleepaway oh, yeah. Camp when I was nine. Well, I'd seen it before. I did an episode <laughs> on it. That was, like, that was my second watch of the movie. But the first time I watched it was literally, like, two years ago. Like, yeah, wow. Like two, two I saw it on IFC ago. when I was nine by myself, and I was like, this movie's kind of fucked up. And the dick at the end fucked with me. I was like, I didn't get it, you know? the, the Yeah. Like, I didn't know. It was understand. just a terrifying image. I could see was, how if you saw that when you were. It was a terrifying image. If I saw that when I was nine, I'd be like, holy fuck. I was literally like, what? But the first horror movie I ever saw, one of the first movies in my life I ever saw, was also Carrie, and I was like four. So well, yeah, you I also was at watch that kids. point pretty. <laughs> I did, like a couple of years later. <laughs> I was ahead of my time, you guys. <laughs> I've been watching oh, a lot fuck. of shit. But yeah, anyway, what I was getting at is the the pay people to be a relatives thing was really something mm-hmm. that put me into like a spiral. I was like, holy shit. I missed that. Totally missed that. Oh, I thought you said, you were saying you missed that. Like, I miss when someone oh, paid miss, people yeah, to I be my relatives. my grandma pretending to be my grandma. That was, that was the no. best. Once I found out she wasn't, it was just all downhill. That's like The Visit. <laughs> yeah. M. Night yeah, Shyamalan. The- that plot 
threw me for a Dude, loop. That, so, oh, that movie sucks, though, dude. What? <laughs> I love The Visit. I, I like watching it. Like, I, I don't hate watching it. I think it's entertaining, but fuck, dude, that movie sucks. Oh, dude, I fucking love it. That's one of my favorite Shyamalan movies, and I'm a big Shyamalan fan. Oh, that it's is a Shyamalan. Uh, it's very Shyamalan if you watch. You're like, this is M. Night Shyamalan. But I love M. Night Shyamalan. But yeah, I was in theaters, and I remember, I like, everybody in theater was like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I think it's taken us about an hour just to get to this acid part. Uh, it's we've been literally talking about, two we've been and a talking hours. about everything but this. No, but I mean just the acid part, like just trying to get how <laughs> he jumped off. We've been trying to get this to this for an hour. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So everything, like, they're taking the acid and he pretty much takes him to the balcony. And everything, like, the whole zero to 100 of, like, you know, everything sounding, like, really cool. Like, you're on acid, you're talking, like, this guy's saying, like, some cool shit. And you're like, oh, fuck, yeah, that's interesting and stuff. But then they keep going and they keep going. Mm -hmm. And then you start to realize, like, it's like, have you ever done psychedelics, Kim? Um, Yes, I've done shroomies. Okay. So have you ever been in one of those situations where, like, you're in, like, the peak, you're, like, starting to peak and someone's talking to you and, like, you know, maybe someone more experienced, like, in this case, you know, someone that's more mm-hmm. experienced in the psychedelics, they start talking to you about, like, not only just the constructs of the psychedelic you're on and your surroundings and whatnot, but also mm-hmm. they start talking to you about, like, weird conspiracy shit or shit that, like, you know, like, you've never thought of, but, like, yeah. once it come, once it comes out, you're like, oh, shit, that sounds, like, real, that, that sounds cool, and, like, you know, you start out, you're, like, smiling, you're just listening, you're, like, they're saying things, you're just, like, you're kind of, like you're taking it in but you're not fully taking it in you're just like oh shit yeah cool 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 mm-hmm. yeah 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 you're like at that moment where you're just really happy but then they keep going and they keep going and the longer it goes on it's like again it's the insanity thing like you keep hearing shit and then you're like what the fuck and you know you can see it on uh stefan's face where like he's smiling and he's happy and he's excited to hear everything but then as colin keeps going and he starts to realize like i think some of this might be real he starts to freak out Oh, a thousand percent. And I think that's like the whole, I don't, I'm not gonna say the whole purpose of psychedelics. I almost said that's the whole purpose of psychedelics, but I feel like that's like one of the big. Just to get terrified from the person you're around. (laughs) But that's like one of the big side effects. Like there's all these, um, I remember before we took shrooms, we like watched this video about like, cause we were all paranoid. We're like, we've heard crazy shit. We watched a video of this girl on YouTube who like, same thing. She like took shrooms and she was like smiling all happy. And then somebody said something about, I forget, like cutting, and she's like, she got all serious, and she's like staring off in the distance. She's like, I need. Yeah, scissors. it could just be one word, or it could be like mm-hmm. a conjunction of things or a statement. Right. She's like, I need scissors, and they're like, what? They, she did it with people who weren't on shrooms, because it was like her first time, and they were like, why do you need scissors? She's like, I need to cut my leg off, and they were like, what? Hell yeah. <laughs> why? <laughs> it's not a bad option. Uh, I don't know. Not trying to cut my well, leg off. <laughs> maybe her knee hurt. Mate, true, true. And then and your knee doesn't hurt anymore. Yeah, that's true. You're or like right. you got an itch you can't scratch. Yeah, 
and you just like, you know what, fuck it, I'll just chop off my leg. It's a lot easier. Yeah, just take off the whole thing. Don't have an itch anymore. But then what if you yeah. you chop it off and you're on shrooms and then you're looking at your leg that's severed and it's still itching? <laughs> See that that would fuck with me. <laughs> your leg is just like across the room. Yeah, you're just like, oh, can you itch that? And someone itches it and you feel it. It's like they say when you like get decapitated, like you're you're still alive, like your brain is still activated for like a couple seconds. Like that's fucked up. I don't like that. So yeah, it's pretty much that whole thing. And I've been in that situation where someone's just talking and talking. And you're like, oh yeah, it's interesting. And then after a while, you start to freak out because you're like, dude, I think this person's fucking insane. And then also like, especially someone like me, who already has a mm-hmm. fucked up brain, but then I'm listening to someone talk when I'm like on a psychedelic. If I get to that point where I'm like, you're fucking insane, that's when I'm like, all right, dude. That's when my face goes <laughs> that's when down. You know it's bad. <laughs> yeah, that's when my face goes down. I'm like, dude, I need to get the fuck out of this situation. Like, I have literally, there was one time, a specific time that I can remember, that I started, like, it was 4th of July, and I was already having, like, some some weird thoughts. I was already in a bad place. Like, it was, like, I was with this girl that was, like, cheating on me and doing drugs and, like, doing, like, literally all the worst things you could do in a relationship. Yeah. Like, tr- not just, like, fucked up emotionally things, but, like, traumatizing things where you're, like, oh, no, like, you have all these, like, you know, thoughts in your head, like, oh, they're probably doing this and that and that. And it's all those, like, overreactions mm-hmm. that people have that usually aren't true. But every single one mm-hmm. of them was true and way worse. So I was going through, like, all oh that. Gosh. And then someone came over and then, like, or a couple friends came over and we, like, did acid and stuff. And then, like, after we're starting to, like, peak and, like, go into it and stuff... You know, at first they're talking like, oh, Kayla, thank you so much. This is so cool. Like, I love you for this, blah, 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 blah. But then they kept talking and talking. It was literally just like, I just felt like my happiness going down. And there was a Uh-oh. one point, there was one point where they just, I don't remember what they said exactly. But they just started saying some shit that kind of just like rubbed me the wrong way. And I just looked at them and I was like, you both have to leave right now. <gasps> you had uh, enough. I was literally just, well, it wasn't even just that I had enough. It was like, my brain was just leaking out of my head. I was like, <gasps> You guys got to, it was like just that instant feeling of like, and I get this feeling sober like all the time now, like in my life where I'm just like, I check out of a situation, I just leave. But when I was on like drugs and under the influence, I was like, you guys have to just fucking leave and I have to be alone. And it was like the weird mm-hmm. thing where like, once I was alone, it was so much worse. Like it was fucking terrible. Like it was cause I, they already put me into this spiral. And by the time they left, mm-hmm. I was just spiraling alone. I was like. I went fucking insane. That was, I think I've told this story before, but not like, I don't think all the background that I just told, but that was the night that I ended up in my shower, like in the fetal position crying because I couldn't turn it on. Oh, oh. that was a fuck. I was one hour sitting in the shower, just (laughs) crying because like just sitting there in the fetal position, full on like legs, knees up, arm wrapped around my Mm -hmm. leg, shaking. And just like just twisting back and forth and losing my mind because I was like this thing that I should be able to just turn on like I do it every day of my life. I should just be able to just turn this in one direction and it's on and I couldn't. It just kept like turning on and off and on and off. Why do really drunk and really just fucked up people like under the influence of something always end up in the shower? (laughs) My thing was, okay, so the reason I like ended always. up in, I remember the exact buildup to it. Um, I was, it was 4th of July, all these fireworks are going off and shit, and I'm laying in my room, and I'm laying with um, my dog, who was murdered by my dad, mm-hmm. um, and I'm laying there with him, and he had pretty bad separation anxiety, but he also had mm-hmm. terrible issues on 4th of July, like terrible, and mm-hmm. he was sitting in there like shaking, and I was literally like, Breed remembers this night forever because I called her that night and I said, 
I was like fucking just freaking out and shit, like having a terrible time. And I was like sitting there just cuddling Haas, my dog. And mm-hmm. I was like, I said this line to her that she'll never forget. I said, uh, I feel like a dog on the 4th of July because I was sitting there and I like, I felt all of his emotions mm-hmm. and I just felt fucking like terrified and powerless. And I was sitting there like I was shaking with him and I was like, it was for different reasons, but I was like, I just feel done like i mm-hmm. i'm not here and it got to the point where i was sitting there and i was like shaking so much and freaking out so much that i started like my body got insanely hot like i was oh. sweating like fucking crazy down. and i was like that makes I, sense it was down to the point where like i took all my clothes off and i was like naked and i was like i felt fucking terrible i was like dude i'm losing my mind that's probably honestly this this physiological reason why people end up in the shower i'm probably yeah but it was so much worse once i got in the shower it was like everything that i did that night was just terrible the worst fucking night ever oh dude that shit sucked that sounds rough and yeah that's like that's the escalation that could happen like i mean there's, there's different like escalations too like the first time i ever did acid i was talking to brie like she showed up like hours later and she didn't know i was on Mm -hmm. acid but i was just having a conversation with her and then like 30 minutes in like just a casual conversation and then like 30 minutes in i just look at her and i couldn't take it anymore like i wasn't like going crazy it was like a fun Mm -hmm. conversation but i was like your face is melting and she was like Uh wait what and i was like Uh yeah your entire face is melting she was like are you on something? Like, what's going on? I was like, I'm on acid. She was like, what? <laughs> oh. She's like, okay, I'm going to go. And that's, like, part of his escalation right here. Like, his face started melting and shit. His eyeballs mm-hmm. started melting. But when that happened to me, it was for different reasons. It wasn't because I was freaking out. But I could see how those two, like, I've had both ends of the spectrum. And I could see mm-hmm. how if they merge together, that could fucking happen. Like, you're, like, staring mm-hmm. at someone and, like, they start to say weird shit. And their face just goes off you're just like it's almost like you're you're like pushing what you feel onto them yeah a thousand percent it was a watching that scene was trippy to say the least yeah and then it escalates into stefan going like all right so the pac-man thing you know you just end it and it, and you come right back he's like so one of us is gonna jump off this balcony who's it gonna be mm-hmm. what did you pick so initially i picked uh, for Stefan to jump because I was okay. like, he can't die right now. Like, what's the outcome? And then, of course, I had to go back because I'm an idiot. <laughs> I think the first time I picked Stefan too. Uh, this time I picked Colin because I want to see, and I just died. Mm-hmm. Actually, no, no, no. I did pick Colin the first time. Actually, okay. No, I did pick Colin. Two reasons. I'm one. I'm suicidal. Two. Um, I thought. I thought that it was a pack. I was like, I I'm already reliving shit. I'm already like going back, so I can jump mm-hmm. off and I'll come back. Yeah, I literally thought, I thought the same. I was like, I was like, he's not going to die. I was like, Stefan's going to jump and then he's going to come back or, or it's going to be like an illusion, Colin setting him up somehow. And then he died. I was like, yeah. Oh. See, when you kill, when you kill <laughs> so yourself, it makes you, um, it makes you redo it. Cause you just kill yourself. And it's mm-hmm. like a, it's pretty much like an ended story. They're like, exactly. I think, I think they give it a, like a 2.5 again, like something like that. They're like, Oh, it's like almost done. But then the dude killed himself. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, then I think if I remember right, you have to go back and then Stefan has to kill himself. Mm-hmm. And when you see Stefan kill himself, it's pretty fucking, I'm, I'm sure it was crazy for you. Right. How did you feel when you watched it happen? Oh, you mean Colin or Colin, Colin? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. That was, I mean, I was just kind of like, damn. Well, cause you see him. Yeah, die him, like, fucking splat, but brutally I also, that's I actually a pretty badass kill dude it is i just thought he was gonna be more prominent i was like oh he's really gone 
And yeah. see, this well, is because that's like, what you think. He's going down. You're like, he's going to be fine. And then you see him hit the trash can and literally mm-hmm. his body fucking bursts. Like it's blood. It's like, it's actually, they made it look really fucking good, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's okay. This is like, and the noise sidebar, it makes. But, oof. Mm-hmm. It's like, everybody, have you seen the other guys? I hope so. No. Oh wait 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 With oh Will wait Ferrell, the co- Mark co- yeah Will Ferrell yes yes yeah. I have never mind sorry you know the like opening Mark Wahlberg scene where right the, Will Ferrell yeah, and Mark yeah. Wahlberg yeah yeah the opening scene where Samuel Jackson and the Rock are like aim for the bushes and they like point to the, and you're like they're like aim for the bushes I'm like they're not gonna jump off the fucking roof and they just fucking jump off the roof and die and hit the pavement and you're like what the fuck that's exactly what this reminded me of that's, but anyways yeah. yeah the kill is cool. What see that's interesting because like my notes we had this we definitely had a different latter half because my yeah. notes as soon as like he left the therapist from pulling his earlobe it was like he follows Colin instead and then he takes the drug and then Stefan jumps went back Colin jumps then he ends up flushing the pills then he hits his desk then he picks up the family photo then he destroys the computer then he signs on the computer and then I'm back to like where we were oh shit mm-hmm. yeah so we had we had different experiences mm-hmm yeah yeah but um but yeah i mean i was t- i was shocked at colin act the whole jump scene because i was once again like neither of them are gonna die like they're gonna be around they're both like the two main characters and then uh colin ended up actually dying and i was like shit um and then what happened hold on i'm reading my notes now i'm forgetting what happened immediately after colin died like did he just like leave and go back to his apartment to work on shit I think when Colin first dies, don't you get, do you get a rating after that? Or does it keep going? It's a little while to get the rating. I think it keeps going. Yeah, Because I think you're right, where he only gets the rating when he dies. Well, my story is definitely. Oh, no, that's wrong. I'm toward the end of my story, actually, right now. Because at this point, Mm -hmm. I pick up the book again, the book of the family photo, and this time I choose the book. And then this leads me to some other shit where uh, I have, like, some dreams and whatnot. And then I end up going to uh, my father's uh, little little door that he's been closing throughout the movie. You know, he's been locking this door mm-hmm. and you don't know what's behind mm-hmm. it. And I go inside and I put uh, a code in that says either pack oh. or toy. And yeah, right now, pick? Uh, I did toy. Oh, okay. So I did toy and that opened it. Um, and then I find the toy that the father mm-hmm. hid. And this is when he like walks mm-hmm. in the room and he's like, oh, hey. Uh, it's almost like it's like a flashback thing. It goes back. Yep. It, he turns you back go into yeah. He turns well. He turns back into a kid, and he's like, "Go, go, put it, your your toy back where it was." And he goes back, and he puts it like under his bed. And then you get the option of go with the mother on the train or don't go. And right here, I pick no. I think the first the first time I did it, I know I picked to go with her. And then that pretty much ends the story because you were mm-hmm. you die right then and there. You die with yeah. her on the train. That's the whole thing. And right now, I I pick no, and then that kind of brings me back, because I'm still alive, so it brings me back into the story. Mm. And then that's when I get, um, again, it gives me an option, but this time, it's, um, I get Netflix or the death, oh yeah, I get the same thing as last time, it was Netflix or the death sign. And then this mm-hmm. time, I was like, okay, I'm going to pick the death sign. It's pretty much the opposite of what I did last time. The last time yeah. I picked the death sign and then Netflix. That's um, what I did. And then at this point, um, this is when it gives me the option of, like, you start yelling at the dad. You find out that he's been doing, like, he's been doing fucked up shit pretty much. Like, he he set up your entire thing. Like, so this whole thought of um, 
Actually, no, let me get back. Let me. I'm almost into that. Let me get a little more off. Mm-hmm. So at this point, it's like you either get to hit your dad with a glass, uh, like ashtray, or you back off. I chose to back off right now, and then I go back to the program and control instead of killing the dad. And mm-hmm. then it brings me back to the safe, and at this point, I enter the code PACK, which is the program and control thing, which is this whole operation. So pretty much what happened with all this is that Stefan didn't actually get his bear taken away. What really happened is that the dad drugged him and simulated the entire situation. Like, he took him into a room, put a blindfold over him, drugged him, and then brings him into, like, this set-up, like, prop room, puts in a fake mother in there and shit, takes off his blindfold, so it's like, that's why... And you know what? This is another thing that really fucked me up, because do you have any of those, any, like, memory of when you were younger that's kind of like this, like a surreal kind of thing, like everything around you feels like there's, like, a bright light around you, and there's, like, your focus is just this one part of the memory? No. Not that I can think of. <laughs> I have two, like, very specific ones, and also, like, when, mm-hmm. I, when I see this shit, it almost feels like those were, like, fabricated memories. Like, I, I'm, I know they couldn't have been unless I'm just, like, really yeah. blind to some really fucked up shit that's going on in my mm-hmm. life. But there's two memories I had. Like, one was, like, this was a later one, but one was just, like, me just at a park, and I just remember, like, seeing, like, my father. Like, it was just, like, a certain little instance of him, like, kneeling over and shit and just seeing, like, my focus was just that. Like, everything else was blurry. That's all I remember about it. But I remember mm-hmm. being at a park for some reason. But my main one, again, very synonymous to this movie because it's a mother situation. I, like... You know that when he's sitting in the room, he's right next to his bed, and he sees his mother like she's standing in front of this doorway, and it all—it seems surreal because it's all obviously in this situation, it's all fabricated. It is surreal, but you know, there's all these lights around, it's like really glowing, but it's just focusing on the mother in the doorway. Mm-hmm. So much like this movie, that's my last memory of my mother. Oh. Again, that's why this shit fucked me up so much when I watched it. It's fucking weird. Like, how much is, like, exactly in tune with my life. But my last memory with my mother was, it wasn't in, it was just, like, a little different from this. But Mm -hmm. I was in the living room of my childhood home, which was, like, in the living room. There was a a living room right here, like, the TV room and all that shit. And the note Mm -hmm. on the audio, you guys aren't going to see it, but I'm explaining it to Kim. So it's, like, the kitchen and shit over on the left side, the living room right here. And then right next to the living room, there's a garage door and the front Mm -hmm. door. So my mom would always come home, or at least from what I remember, she would always come home through that garage door. And what I remember is walking up over to that door, the door opening, and my mom coming in, and it was like pretty much like this. It was surreal as fuck. Like I remember everything just be glowing around, like was just glowing around her and whatnot. And then she gives me like a present. That's what like she would do. Like she would come in, she would give me a present. Mm-hmm. I found out later, like cause she was a like a really bad drug addict, still is. Mm-hmm. But she would like steal stuff or whatnot, and she would give it to me. But what I saw was her just coming in a room and giving me stuff. Mm-hmm. So she came in, she gave me something, and I don't know that that is the last time I saw her, but that's one hundred percent the last. And actually, not even just no. the last. The reason why I almost feel like it's like fabricated, like obviously I haven't seen her since I was three. So I was like mm-hmm. two and a half maybe at this time or maybe three. I don't know exactly what age. I'm From what I've been told, I've seen her after this, but I don't remember any of that. Like I have nothing of that. I remember this one moment and I remember seeing her. And that's, I don't, like I said, like I don't think that's from what I'm told, that's not the last time I saw her, but that's the last time I remember. My very next memory of anything to do with her after that, and literally like, the only two, because I've never known my mother. Mm-hmm. It is that memory of the last time I saw her and the only time I saw her. Like, for the longest time, 
I didn't know what she looked like. You know, like I never knew what she looked yeah. like until I saw a picture. It was like I had a figure and I had an image, but like the face was like it was there, but it was blurry to me. And after I saw a picture, like it's kind of like put two and two together. And I remember that memory vividly now. But anyway, mm -hmm. the one after that was driving away from that house. I remember being like in the way back seat of the car and just going like, where's mom? And mm -hmm. then my father just saying, uh, I don't know. She's sick. We're not mm -hmm. coming back. Something like that. And that was it. So those memories to me feel surreal as fuck. And obviously I was young as shit. So it's like, it makes sense that I wouldn't remember a lot of those things or like most of mm -hmm. them. It's crazy that I even remember those, but it's still weird to me that I remember those two little instances and like nothing else. And I only have that one memory of my mother. Yeah. And I know it's not fabricated because like now in like my adult life, she's tried to message me like way after like I was already an adult and shit. Mm -hmm. But she's like messaged me a couple times on Facebook and whatnot. It's always fucking weird, I will say. Mm -hmm. She sent me some shit about like crying blood once or something. And I was like, like what? it was like the most terrifying thing I've ever read. I was like, what the <laughs> fuck are you talking about? Yeah. I was like, what? I was like, this is some demon ass shit. Mm -hmm. Like, what the f get me the fuck out of this conversation. So, yeah, that I mean, like, wild. obviously, I know that those aren't fabricated memories, but, like, mm -hmm. it's shit like that that makes me think. I'm like, fuck, like, if I didn't have, like, other experiences, I could... What if that was a fabricated memory? Like, it felt so fucking surreal, and obviously, like I said, I'm young. Mm -hmm. You remember things weird, but it's strange, dude. It's really strange. Yeah. Yeah, that was a... It was a interesting scene, the way they set it up with, like, his mom coming back and, like, the flashbacks. Um... But yeah, my time frame was so, like, it's so interesting because I literally did, like, our first half was the same. And then, like, as soon as it got to, like, the um, Colin and Stefan jumping part was when things flipped because, yeah, like, he goes back, works on his shit, gets frustrated. He, like, um, picks up the family photo, signs on computer, then it's kill dad, then bury the body, and then he goes back into work and the boss is like, I need this done by um, tomorrow morning. And he's like, sure, I'll have it done by end of day. Can I just go back home and work on it? And he's like, sure. So he goes back home and that's when Kitty comes to his door and is like, have you seen Colin? And he's like, um, you get to choose if he's like, oh yeah, he jumped or no, I haven't seen him. So he's like, oh, he jumped. And then she doesn't believe him, which is weird and leaves and then it asked me again. This is where I got confused because it literally just says chop up body, question mark. And I was like, so I have to chop up the dad's body? <laughs> and then it, I chopped up the dad's body with like a hacksaw in the bathtub. And then I got the option of Netflix or that thing when he went back to the symbol, when he went back to work on his work. And I picked Netflix this time. And then he has to explain him what Netflix is <laughs> twice. And then this is when I got to fighting the therapist fuck yeah and then fighting her kicked out in the balls then it's the flashback to like how his dad's controlling him and then he gets into the safe and the first password i picked was pac and then um it took me through the entire like in detail how this is a control experiment then it was like pac Oh, so it didn't. And then I thought toy was the I password, thought, and then he dies. Okay, so I thought those passwords might have been like 
something to do with your story thus far. Like, I thought that you might have put one in and it might not have let you in the safe, but now I'm getting it. So depending on what you put in the safe, it gives you a certain story. Because in this exactly. version, like, in, I think the first time I did it, I only got one side of it. But this time I got both sides. I put in toy mm-hmm. and pack. Yep. I Yep. I got both. And I must have left this out of my notes, but yeah, the point where like his dad, he ended up before this, he killed his dad and buried the body. That's when he got five stars. They're like, great story. Like as soon as he finished it and gave it back to his boss. And, um, well, because the whole thing is like, again, it's like a, a, the the troubled artist thing. Like that's been Mm -hmm. a thing that's like gone on for fucking ever. Like it's Mm -hmm. even like with the music thing in a long time, like even in the eighties, like the sell your soul to the devil thing, you know, it's like you sold Mm -hmm. your soul to the devil. Like they had that with like Led Zeppelin, Led Zeppelin for the longest time. They have, everyone thought that, um, yeah, everyone thought that Jimmy Page like sold his soul to the devil to like be an amazing musician, like to be like the fucking best. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that actually it. And now I'm remembering it was um, he ended up murdering his dad. He got five stars, and then Bandersnatch um, ended up getting pulled from wait, all wait, the shelves. Kim. Though, so do you think if what? I murdered my dad, I would finally get a five star rating on iTunes? No. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Because you've already gotten five star ratings. <laughs> oh no, I'm I'm like I'm like on what the edge. What are you average right now? I'm like on the edge of like four stars on Horse Soup at this point. Well, I mean, it's probably because we're talking for three hours. <laughs> it's they're probably like the fuck. Probably because no, this all is a five of my... star podcast. If you give it anything less, you can suck my ass. Probably because all of my uh, my weird blurts. Probably because probably. of most of most of the things that I've said in this episode, but in little splurts throughout other episodes. <laughs> no, it's probably because someone's like, hmm, "I'm gonna check out this podcast." Clicks on it. It's like, hmm, "Shave your balls if you like to shave your balls." <laughs> Well, that's fine. I don't think that's what turns people it. off. I think it's the other things. I think it's the weirder no. stuff. I love it. But yeah, he gets he gets five stars, and that's where um, he goes to jail, and then they, they make you go back and try again anyways. So it's almost yeah. like this metaphor of like, okay, he finally reaches five stars, but it's still not enough. You still have to go back because that's not, that's not the best way out. So then you're like, fuck. Then at this point, we was like, this movie's never ending. Yeah, and I had the option to loop. go to the credits. Like in the corner, it was like skip to credits. But I was like, that's such a cop out. I have to see what else happens. Yeah, that is. Because I guess technically you could probably go to the to the credits probably even like 30 minutes in or something, right? Like yeah, I, just the well, first time it ends. The first time I saw go to the credits was when it was right after he, the fight scene in the therapy office. Oh, shit. Okay, mine was early on, so I don't know if oh. I would have got that then. Because remember, mine was like 20 minutes in when I got, well, no, not the skip thing, but the therapist thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was. So I don't know if I had the skip button or not then. I'm not sure. I, I actually didn't know that I had that button. I didn't see it. Yeah, it was skip to the credit. It was actually, no, it was actually when I the Netflix question happened. Because it was like, tell him more, skip to the credits. Uh, and I was like, I want to tell him more. And I kept telling him more. And I was like, I should have just skipped to the credits. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what did what did you have next? Was this right when it got into like the killing the dad thing? Yes, so he kills the dad, but... Because this is about the end of mine right here. The end of mine is that right after that, like, he's like, it goes back to who or who's there, give me a sign again. But then mm-hmm. this time it doesn't give me the Netflix option. It was either the PAX or the death sign that shows up on the computer. And oh, I chose... 
and I chose Pax, and then that's when I went to go kill my father again. That's when he just like came down straight up, and he was like, "I know you're fucking controlling me. I know about Pax. Like, yeah. I know about all the shit you've been doing." And, and this time, yeah, I didn't even get the option to kill him. I just he just grabbed Killed the him. fuck. Yeah, he just grabbed the um, the, the ashtray and just smashed him over the head with it. And then that's when it's like I said earlier, but she's like, he goes to call the therapist, and he's like remembering the numbers. And I purposely mm-hmm. it was two o five four one, but I purposely yep. dialed the wrong number. And then that's when it immediately, it didn't give me any choice or anything. The next cutscene was just me burying the father in the backyard. And then it mm-hmm. ended with me in jail and the game getting uh, 2.5 stars. That's how your movie ended? Yeah, that was my end on this run. Oh, my end was him dying as a little boy who went with his mom. Because if you think oh. about it, I picked, I oh, like so waited you chose to, to go with option. your mom. So right, yeah, at the well, that's end. the thing. Right when you choose to go with your mom. I'm pretty sure that's probably the end end in general. I don't know if that's always the end end, but I'm yeah. sure I'm sure it's probably like it's either always the end end or if you're this far in the story that's definitely the end because that's when you go and you die mm-hmm. and you never existed and that's the end of the story. It's just ironic cuz that was the very last option I chose. <laughs> and yeah, of that course is. it was the ending cuz it literally was like cuz the way I did it is like I didn't want him to go with the mom cuz I knew the train got derailed at the beginning of the movie. Yeah. So I was like, well, he's going to die, so I'm just going to pick every other option before that until I absolutely had to pick go with mom. And I was like, oh, oh it forced you to? Anyways. Yeah. It, well, at the end, it was like, I forget what the other option was. It was like, yes, go with mom, or it wasn't get rabbit from dad. It was something else, but it I was, was like, just at no. this point. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It was and just, I was like, it I'm was just, just gonna... go with mom or just say no. Yeah. And I was like, I'm just going to go with mom. <laughs> I need to end this. <laughs> Well, so that's your end, too. Yeah. Hmm. But it was, like, at the very end. It was after I played out every fucking scene. <laughs> so Two hours later. <laughs> so conclusions? Um, wait, 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 wait. I just found something. Near the start of the movie, Stefan listens to either the Thompson twins or now two while traveling in the bus. A billboard outside say, uh, the bus saying matey on it has a graffito glyph from the white bear and the words no future next to it. Oh, see, there's a lot of white bear references. I started reading that because I thought it was going to tell me something about the Thompson twins. I don't care about the white bear <laughs> reference. God damn it. Interesting. Fuck. I didn't even catch that. I didn't see that yeah, at all. Thoughts, I thought, fuck. My thoughts overall, very good. Um, inter- I like the whole interactive movie idea. Um, it's definitely a mindfuck of a movie, and there's a lot of different ways... It can take you, but I can appreciate just how much thought went into this movie. Like, every scene had so much thought into it. Yeah, I mean, for like, sure. Like, so much. There's, like, like five like, hours of, like, total so stupid, film. But, like, yeah, it's literally, like, five hours of film within an hour and a half, two hours, depending on how you run it. But, yeah, like, like said, even, like, the analogy to, like, Pac-Man, like, that's that concept is, like, pretty absurd to think about. And that's just, like, a two-second line he blurts out. That's just like one line in the movie. But there's like every single line like that is packed with a lot of metaphorical um, references and and just deeper thought than like I think your average dialogue is. You know this, you know Netflix got sued $25 million for this movie? Sued? Yeah. Why? It says the premise of the film is very similar to the Choose Your Own Adventure book series and uh, they <sighs> sued the fuck sue out of them. everything. They, it, mean, looks like, it looks like they won, though. They got $25 million they, from Netflix. I mean, they easily could if you think about it. Like, the Choose Your Own Adventure books, it's literally the same thing. So, that's so hey, stupid. 
Stefan is listening to Relax when he wakes up. The next song he hears on Now 2 is Here Comes the Rain Again. Here Comes the Rain is the song directly before Relax on Now 2. In the alternate path, the second song heard is Hold Me Now by the Thompson Twins. Off the album Into the Gap, this song is also on Now 2. Wow, so it is... shit like that. That was real as fuck. But shit like that also, like, little things, like, so much thought. Like, that's an actual... Like, literally, if you think about the concept of the Now 2 cassette... The first Now CD came out in 1983. This film took place in 1984. So they specifically like had to go back, get a Now 2 CD because they knew that that would have been the Now CD that came out in 1984. Like, so much fucking thought. Yeah, it's fucking crazy, dude. Yeah, there's like shout-outs to a bunch of Black Mirror episodes. It says it says the San Junipero episode 2, the Black Museum, because it says the therapist's first initial is shown to, make, to be uh, R. So her name would be R. Haynes, and uh, mm-hmm. I guess that's a reference to Rolo Haynes, the owner of the Black Museum. Do you remember that episode? A really Which good one episode. Is it? The Black Museum. I, it was literally like do, the. But... It was like something to do. Wasn't it like Black History? Like wasn't the 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 owner of the museum like keeping slaves or some shit like that? I don't remember this. I think it was something like that. Literally well, just watched Black Mirror two weeks ago, guys. <laughs> I know that's actually insane that you don't remember that. It's been like years since I've seen that episode. I don't remember this. I'm drawing a blank. Huh. But I'm sure it did. I'm sure it referenced it. That's fucking crazy. Even like him smacking him with the ashtray reminded me of uh, White Christmas because he bludgeons the grandpa with an ashtray and he like dies in the corner. Didn't you tell me you didn't like White Christmas? Well, remember, I texted you. Oh, you, you like, told me that like ten, like, minutes, ha- like, into ten minutes in or some stupid shit. <laughs> I was like, "This is fucking stupid." And then at the end, I was like, "This episode's fucking awesome." <laughs> yeah, that's literally like my favorite episode of Black Mirror of all time. Like when you texted me and you were like, "This is stupid," I was like, "What are you talking about?" Like, no, that's that is a good literally the greatest fucking episode. Well, it does start off weird. Like it, the beginning is like does not. It actually does not make sense. I don't. Understand I think the, the beginning is all. Isn't the beginning? Um, he has that nerdy guy going out like. To the club and shit, right? Yeah, it's yeah, it's, it's John Hamm, and yeah, he's just that like, shit's fucking awesome, dude. But I didn't understand how that connected. Really, I get that it was like John Hamm's role as like a I don't know if he was psychologist, like psychotherapist, but essentially his role. But it also did not really connect with like the second half of the story at all, which is what threw me. But looking back on it in hindsight, it was a really good episode. It's definitely like one of the best episodes, but. They even nodded to that, I think, with the ashtray, like him bludgeoning him like that. Like I said, Black Mirror purposely doesn't show a lot of death, the TV show, like purposely. So I don't think it's necessary. Yeah, it the, one ex- the one exception was they want to leave it open to interpretation. And I can appreciate that. I just like dark shit. The, one, the only scene where someone like dies vividly was Black, uh, White Christmas when he uh, smacks the grandpa. Oh yeah, yeah, that's mm-hmm. very true. That's, that's why point. I picked Kill Dad initially because I was like, he's not actually going to kill him. It's Black Mirror. <laughs> like they're not going to. And then he like. I think I on. thought that too. Mm-hmm. Because uh. even what's oh the one that I liked the Black Mirror episode I really liked was Arc Diocese where the mom is like tracking the daughter the whole time. Hmm. And she's like a helicopter mom. Yeah, um, that dude. That episode gives me so much fucking anxiety. That was a great episode, but at the end, the daughter remember like beats the shit of the mom, and you're yeah, like, oh, she's gonna kill her. Oh, yeah, but then the mom lives. Dude, she fucked that mom. She did. Up. She she did fuck her up. But I was like, oh, this is gonna be a brutal murder scene, and they didn't murder. Her. I was like, there's never any fucking murder in this movie in this show. But yeah, 
So I that, just read I something mean, else. Another another little tiny interesting tidbit is the serial you choose at the beginning of the Bandersnatch will be the advert that plays before you watch the Jerome F. Davis documentary. I actually like I caught that, but I didn't catch that because I remember uh, he t- he puts in the movie. Remember the movie that Colin gives him? He puts in the movie to watch like movie. while while he's while he's editing his game. I don't remember this. Yeah, the whole movie. That's when he starts going crazy. Remember when he's looking when he first starts going crazy, he's um he's listening to the old lady talk about the it's like the documentary of Jerome and how he killed his wife and whatnot. And she's talking oh, about like oh, like okay, remember yes, she's yes. talking about like how like certain things like he kept seeing this image and it was like mm-hmm. leading to murder. Mm-hmm. So that's what but that Sugar was. Sugar Puffs was in there? I didn't catch the Yeah, right. Part. Be- there's a commercial right before, and I guess it was based on... I didn't catch... Because I saw the commercial. It was literally a Frosted Flakes commercial. And I was like, oh, that's cool. Like, they have, like, an old-school commercial in before this, because he actually, like... He said that... He- Colin, when he gave him the tape, he said he taped it, like, off of TV. So, like, you know, you'd get a commercial and shit. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's cool. But I didn't realize that makes so much sense, because I picked Frosted Flakes in the beginning. Shit like that. Huh. Like, yeah, the intricacies of this movie. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. Oh my god! And then the beginning when he's talking about the neighbor's dog digging up the garden, he says he'll be the death of us. And then remember the dog's, uh, dogs trying to yeah. he's trying to uh, fucking unbury the father later, trying to dig him up. Wow! What yeah, a mind cool. fuck of a movie. I wonder if they're gonna make another one. Another I don't know. Movie. I wonder how long they were working on this for. This this is this is one of those movies where this man has probably been thinking of a oh, concept like shit, this his dude. whole life. Dude, and I don't know how I didn't catch this. Colin's working on nosedive. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, you didn't catch that. That's no. what I, I. Well, he jumps I off made, the building. I didn't yeah, think about I made, that. No, I didn't think I about meant, that at all. Because remember, that's what I was bringing up when I was saying like he was relating a lot of video games to like actual like suicidal thought or just like derangement, and how mm-hmm. he was working on nosedive was like literally mm. exactly synonymous with him <laughs> about to off himself. Uh, oh, that's mm-hmm. what you were saying earlier. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, mm-hmm. I got you now. I got you. That and how many actual head. games that seem lighthearted are actually more fucked up? Hey, you know what this does right thing. here? There, there's what? a there's a little tag right here that says Bandersnatch echoes the film Donnie Darko in many ways. <laughs> it does. So it is manipulated dead. So it's not just us that are just too focused Good. on Donnie Darko. It says both stories are set in the '80s about young men trying to cope with whatever they have. Uh, or, or cope with whether they have free will or can control the future. Therapy sessions, mm-hmm. uh, therapy sessions figure into both. Both featuring um, liquid mirror images. Both characters have bunny cereal or oh, have bunnies central to their stories. Oh, because he has a rabbit stuffed animal. Oh, rabbit! Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. Wow! I didn't. E- I didn't either. We were literally talking about Frank the Bunny and didn't we even were. put that together. We did it. Holy but shit! I wonder if he pulled inspiration from Donnie Darko. Dude, it has to. I mean, like, has to. There's a lot I of really things, think like, Colin is is he's he's literally like Frank to me. Yeah, dude. Even though you said the Alice through the Looking Glass thing, like, I I still wasn't feeling that. Like, now I'm glad that I read that now because now I'm feeling like, nah, fuck that. It's Donnie Darko, dude. Well, I mean, if you're a big Donnie Darko fan, like, you catch any analogy to that movie anywhere. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> you know what literally. I mean. <laughs> I mean, how many times so, have me and you yeah. mentioned Donnie Darko in just like mm-hmm. random conversations? Yeah. Yeah, a thousand percent. But yeah, that's really interesting. He had to have pulled inspiration. I mean, Donnie Darko is another movie that there's so much fucking thought into the every scene of that movie. So many snippets of that fucking movie. Every time I watch it, I'm like, I didn't catch this. I've seen it a million times. So, Kim, this is the... What? This is literally the last little trivia thing on IMDb. 
What? It says one of the VHS tapes at Stefan's father's vault reads Stop. Trauma Inception, which might be a nod to Christopher Nolan's Inception. <gasps> I don't know about that. That's it, far-fetched because the only no, word is uh, literally Inception. Yeah, but honestly, why wouldn't that be? Because we were literally, it probably is because we were talking about how this movie is like fairly Inception-y in certain ways earlier. I mean, we obviously didn't touch on that as much as we did on other things. Maybe. But why wouldn't that be just like, it's obviously not a big like, this movie is also Inception. It's just like a nod to like, they're similar stories. You Ultimate find reality out that shit. this director's like Christopher Nolan's brother. <laughs> <laughs> it's like Arthur Nolan. Interesting. I'm glad other people picked up on this shit. Arthur, author, uh. author. But yeah, I mean, literally, I don't, I don't see why this isn't very similar to Donnie Darko. I would be shocked if he didn't have any sort of nugget or direct acknowledgement that this was referencing that film when he was making it. <laughs> what movie? Donnie Darko. What? Double D. Never heard of it. Oh. It's it's like an 80s porno. Oh, I've watched um, it. Okay. I was going to say, like, yeah. There's, yeah. It's it's a good one. So, I think that's about the end of Bandersnatch. Very long conversation. Um, been getting a lot of those, a lot of these lately somehow. I think, like, the last, like, three or four episodes have been very long. Um, yeah, this is like a Joe Rogan podcast. <laughs> I know. It's not something I've tried to do, but for some reason, everything's been, like, three hours lately. Um that's well, there's fine. a lot to talk about with this one. That's fine. I don't mind. Maybe people shut it off, but I don't fucking care. I like doing it. Um, I like I like these I like these discussions more, and I kind of like mm-hmm. I like talking about psychological movies, especially when they're fucked up like this, because then I I could talk about my fucked up things. Mm-hmm. And stuff, we man. like and we like to talk about fucked up things. Yeah, it's me and you do that a lot. We do, because we are fucked up things. So, uh, speaking of fucked up things, I can't really do a kill count on this movie because that's kind of subjective. There's no boobs, which is really just a disappointment. Um, Let's Mm -hmm. do a fuck, marry, kill. Okay. Okay, so you're going to have Jerome Davis, the guy who chopped his mom's or his wife's head off. Okay. Um, You're going to have splattered Colin. Okay. And then you have me. I'm going to. I'm just gonna kill Colin because he's already dead, and I don't really. That actor pisses me off because of his eyebrows, anyways. So he's like the kid from from Scary Godmother. Yeah, I mean, fuck him. I'm gonna kill him, poultry. I'm gonna fuck you this time, Caleb. We're not getting married, and I'm I'm gonna gonna... marry Jerome. Wait, is this the first time you fucked me? It is. Oh wait, really? Yeah, I marry you every wait, time. Wait, is this the second time or first time? It's the first time for sure. It's the first time. Oh, dude, we're finally what fucking. We're fucking. Wait, I can I put my balls to... in your ass? I mean, that's assumed. Okay, cool. You just have to let me know when you're going to because Tyrone's balls are still in my ass. And I have to make sure that they're out when you want to put your balls in my ass. Oh, we could double stuff. I want to really freak you out. I don't know. He's He's it's got like... some big old balls. Hey, Cam, it's like a double stuffed Oreo. Except this time you got some, you, it's like a it's like a, a a yellow and black Oreo because you're the saying. you're the outer filling and then there's some and then it's like a it's like a mixed filling. There's some white and black filling in there. There's a lot of different flavors going on in this Oreo. And it's like a quad <laughs> stuff because there's edition. four. 
It's a limited edition Oreo. <laughs> yeah, two cheeks, four balls. That's a quad stuff. <laughs> I'm going to marry Jerome, though, because the only reason why he killed his wife is because she was coming at him like, why are you fucking working on this book, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, bitch, I'm trying to provide a living for us. And he chopped her head off. So I wouldn't pressure him like that. So my uh, my uh, conclusion to this is actually I'm going to, after what Kim just said, I'm going to say that Kim is more of a psychopath than me, even after me <laughs> talking about everything that I did during this movie, because she just said I came to the conclusion that I don't want to murder people and that murder isn't justified. But Kim just came to the conclusion that if someone's annoying you, you chop their head off and like spread their blood all over the wall. So I'm going to go ahead and say that Kim is officially more fucked up than me. Oh my gosh! You know what? Fine, I'll take it. And take also, it. you an and also in this scenario, you also cho- chose to fuck me after I just talked about weird shit the whole movie. So yeah, you're insane. Well, I'm not gonna fuck eyebrows. I I have some pretty bad eyebrows, dude. No, his are like mine are big, scary. No, but his are like pointed up. Mine actually, mine. Okay, so you see how it it kind of goes up a little bit right here. Yeah. If I didn't pluck like right here, I have like you know those those we those we um the me character eyebrows when they're like the thickest ones when they're like yeah. super thick but they have like that point and then they go straight down. Mm-hmm. That's my eyebrow. Okay, but this man's like known for his eyebrows. Yeah, I mean I am too, but I fix them at least. A He's little actually bit. a decent actor. Too. I mean, Kim, look at my mustache and look at my eyebrows. Is there any difference in the consistency? <laughs> no. <laughs> there's not it's like but i have two mustaches above my eyes but it would be weird if they were different consistencies <laughs> it would you'd look like ryan reynolds from amityville horror oh that's not good you know <laughs> that was on tv last night but yeah i'm uh i'm gonna marry jerome okay well kim would you re- recommend this to people I would. I think everybody should watch this. I think I think everyone Kim, needs to watch plug. this at you least should once. Make everyone listening. I know you can't do this, but you should highly recommend everyone listening watches and lets us know their thoughts and in, in the comments. That's yeah. my two cents. <laughs> and you know what, guys? If you You're stuck get around, paragraphs. If you stuck around this whole time, and you hung out, and you You're a trooper. Yeah, and you don't give me there, give me. Here, guys, I'm gonna I'm gonna let the audience decide whether I'm a I'm a crazy murderer or not. Give me give me a murder yes or murder no in the comments. It's like it's like Kevin Smith deciding whether to do Tusk. It's a walrus yes or walrus no. Except you're gonna give me a murder yes or murder no in the comments. Am I canceled? Give me a cancel no. yes, cancel no too. I hope not. Whatever you want to give me, one or the other or both. You can get you could do it for Kim too. You could do a you could do a, actually let's do this. Let's do this. Let's do a Caleb murder or Kim murder. If they do want it, to murder me? No, like which one of us is more likely to become a murderer? Oh, okay. That's I, that's fair. That's fair, that's right? That's fair ass. Yeah, yeah, so like mainly uh, most people probably know by now but my main source of social media is Instagram, so I think that'll be the best place to do it. Do mm-hmm. it in the Instagram comments for this post. Give us a mm-hmm. Kim murder or Caleb murder and we'll know that you stuck around. Mhm. We'll know. I'm going to I just have a feeling Donnie's going to be in those comments. <laughs> oh, he he always is. Donnie stuck around. Donnie stuck around. <laughs> So, guys, that was our incredibly long episode on Bandersnatch. 
our odyssey. I didn't I didn't think it was going to be any shorter to be fair. Yeah, I mean there's so much in Honestly, it. Honestly, I'm actually surprised it wasn't a little bit longer, oddly enough. We could have really done a two-parter if we really wanted to. Yeah, we probably this to be fair, this could have been a two-part on its own. Mhm. Yeah. But I think I I kind of like long episodes. I don't know how many people stick around all the way when I do these really long ones, but I like doing the really long ones. We like them long, if you hear what we're saying. Riding Kim's ass. So, guys, yeah. if you enjoyed this episode <laughs> and you enjoy putting things in Kim's ass, tell a friend about the show because that helps more than anything. If you want some free stickers, go ahead and leave a new review on iTunes and send a screenshot in an email titled stickers to horsesoup at yahoo.com. And then uh, follow the podcast on Instagram at Horsesoup, on Twitter at Horsesoup Sucks. You can check out my YouTube at youtube.com slash Horsesoup. You can follow my Twitch at twitch.tv slash Horsesoup. I'm on Letterboxd doing uh, movie reviews at Horsesoup Caleb. And uh, check out my horror movie podcast that I host with Elena from Morbid, a true crime podcast called Scream. Uh, You could search Scream on uh, all the podcast things or go to like Scream Podcast on Instagram and whatnot. And uh, also I have a vampire podcast called I'll Suck Your Blood that I host with my buddy James from Night Shift Video. We cover vampire podcasts. Just look up I'll Suck Your Blood on your favorite stuff. I'll Suck Your Blood on Instagram. And uh, Kim, do you want to plug your your asshole? Um, Yeah, um, my asshole can be plugged with pretty much anything, preferably large balls um, by people named Tyrone. Okay, bye. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me harasu, give me, give me harasu. Give it, give it harasu. Harasu. Would you like some bread? I'll do you a slice with a pinch of salt. It'll taste really nice. You've done really well, cause this stuff tastes just like hell. Swallow it down, it'll fill up a hole. Stick out your tongue and look out your bowl. We're having a bite with creatures of the night. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Horror soup, horror soup. Horror soup. We'll keep you well fed. Its gorgeous smell could wake the dead. Vegetable is just forgettable. If your energy's low, you know what to do. Simply double on down some of the spooky stew. The wine and dine a hungry Frankenstein. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup. Give it, give it. Grubs up, baby, grubs up. Give me horror soup, give me, give me horror soup, give it, give it horror soup, horror soup. Let me be your Sweeney Todd, your private chef, I'll be your just dessert. You can even drink it from a cup, I'll do the washing up, I'll do the washing up. I'm getting full, I'm getting full. my belly's gonna Give me horror soup, give it, give it grubs up, baby grubs up, give me 